Oh, you liar. There's your holidays, too. It was good. It was good. Best part, walking to a castle. We walked to a nice castle. Yeah, it was lovely. We had a nice picnic on the beach and then walked to a castle. And then we refused to pay the six pounds to get into like a little bit of ruin that was left from the bloody National Trust because of robbing bastards. Hmm. That sounds so like you. Go to this castle and then you refused. Yeah, but then we was like, it's like we were saying, though. What's the upkeep of a ruined castle on the edge of a cliff where there isn't anything to do? They're not like going to rebuild it, are they? What do they need the money for? What do they say? I don't know. They just don't. They just go, give me six quid each and four quid for your child, and then you can come and have a look around these few ruins that are left. Uh. What did you say? Fuck that. Yeah, I went, fuck you. Uh, it was funny, actually, because they had, like, a gate with a latch on, and then it was like, yeah. if you go beyond this gate, you have to pay the entrance fee. So, because we were being, like, rebelly, we sort of went through the gate and there was a bit of a rock and we sat on that and we just like jump over it. and be like ah fuck you and i pay for nothing <laughs> we did we did Free like, did screw you that drop shit. A turd. did you just drop a turd on the wall <laughs> i did drop my pants and did a large steamy okay keep an eye out tell them i'm over here doing a big turd all right are we <laughs> oh, fuck the national trust oh fuck the national yeah. trust i'm with you there because they tried to charge yeah. me for for drowning over there, one of their parks and stuff. All right. They're, obviously, the robbing bastards. The great, the great thing about that is, like, I'm not breaking the law if I just park up next to it, right, and then yeah. ju- just fly over it anyway because they don't own the airspace; they only own the land, so it doesn't matter. So fuck them. There you go. You see? Yeah, fuck them. Robbing bastards. They just want money. They're just money grabbing bastards. I wouldn't mind, right, if it was a fully furnished castle with staff and stuff, and the, all they've got is like a little porter coming just to make sure they can take money. How do you know that? It's like in there, you didn't go in. I know, but right, it's even like <laughs> it's even like, like they own museum in there. <laughs> get this though, get this right. Have you have you heard of Ingleton Falls? Oh yeah, everyone's heard of Ingleton Falls. Right, yeah. really nice. Falls you know, in I don't go a day without mentioning Ingleton. Falls. I was just talking to my grandmother about Ingleton Falls. They used to charge right. <laughs> you didn't have to pay. Grandson, <laughs> you did. you'll go to Ingleton Falls. Also, it's a lovely, it's a lovely place. But here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Back in the day. Right. You Here's used to have to pay thing. to park. You used to have to pay to park, which was about which was about five quid. Oh, right, six quid per car. But they used to charge per car and then how many occupants there were to and then you could walk around the the public footpath, which was I'm sure originally a public footpath, but now the National Trust on it. What they've done, they've actually spent money building a little like stone shack thing at the opposite end, like you know, like halfway round. Right? So that anybody who tries to sneak in can't anymore. So, so they've made sure even if you come in halfway around, you still have to pay to get in. Oh, God. It's just like, frig, frig me, it's a footpath for Christ's sake. Right. Are we ready? I don't know. I think so. I'm, I'm ready. Are you think. ready? It's like Nazi Germany. It fucking is. It's exactly like the dummy. And the twist is... It's a much bigger pill. I don't know why we bother with a the theme song. We just talk all over it. Yeah, 
this, this is the first episode you ever listened to. Oh, no. It's always Listen to this American Life or Who does the bell toll for? Always makes me laugh. Always. Hello, and welcome to show 293 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Hey, oh, 293, and we're back where we should be with and I'm back. Ginny and me. And me, I'm Duke. Stu. Yeah, you're Stu, I'm Duke. That was awful. Like, you ruined it before it. I even said anything. <laughs> this show was starts like... with a major disappointment. People are like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this is going to be fun to listen to. Nope. No, it's not. Nope. Nope. And it oh, only gets worse from that here. Podcast. Nothing fun. It only gets worse. Um, welcome. First things first. First things first. first welcome things back first. to you, Stuart. Yeah, thank you. Thank yes. you. Uh, first, I had to complain mm. about what you said about... I have listened. I to, first, I like, oh, the podcast was a delight. <laughs> no, well, that's, that's irony there, right there, that is. Uh, but... <laughs> Dramatic irony? Is it linguistic irony or is it situational irony? Situational, I would yeah. have said. I thought you meant ironing. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, because what are you going to say? I get grief. Just a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just whoa, whoa, whoa. I get grief every week because Ginny goes, You don't publish it soon enough. You should publish it sooner. I don't Ginny ever saying that. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Ginny <laughs> doesn't care about when the show comes out. He's, he's moaned about Anyway, regardless. And you moan. You moan as well. Yeah, I do. Ginny's, Ginny's in charge. Is a day late. What's all that about? That's the way you're real deep. I forgot. Because I forgot. He's a busy man. <laughs> and then, right, I'm still on week. I'm still on holiday, right? No, no access to the actual podcast itself. And he sends me a message. Uh, do you want to do it? Do you want me to do it? I'm like, how about I I, I, How am I supposed to do it? I haven't even got a calendar podcast. with like stupid yeah. returns and little hearts and smiling faces on it. How am I supposed no, to do it? She was I know. She assumes that I know when he comes back from holiday. Like, how fucking... How much does he think, oh, like, you know, like, oh, Stu's back from holiday today, Tara. I hope he's okay. You know, like, I don't fucking he know what he's doing day to day. He's going to have to have a kit when he gets home, but by five, he should be up and ready. He should be ready anyway, now. Anyway, good job on the show last week. It was good. It was good. Thank you. Glad you liked right. it. So I'm just finishing this peach. I like, I like the way, I've got to say... I like the way that Richard brought a bit of anarchy to the show, didn't he? Really? Some people just want to watch the world burn. I know, I yeah. know. It was a bit of bit of anarchy there, which I liked. I don't right. understand how you get that. Where do you get anarchy from, Rich? Well, he, he's he's kind of swear. In fact, in some ways, he's a bit more sweary than Chinny sometimes. That's true. Yeah, it is true. Well, he's, and, he's and, from And he just says it how it is. I like that. I like that. Yeah. It's good. He doesn't mince his words. He's from like Donald Trump, except without all the racism and misogyny. He's one of them posh scousers. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> sounds like an oxymoron, but I don't know your culture as well as you do. He's not. No, I think he's not. He's not quite as guttural as a proper scouser. It usually kind of refers to the sound of a person's voice rather than like you. You're saying he's not in the gutter as much. No, no, Jim, guttural. I can, He's not... I can hear the whole city of Liverpool switching this podcast off. <laughs> I know, it's true. Fuck it's this true. podcast, it's fucking shit. You, you see, he wasn't quite as strong an accent as that, has he? You see, he's not quite that strong an accent. 
the Liverpool action is very apt because I've been watching a lot of Red Dwarf. I've, that's what I've been doing. And, and uh, yeah. Craig Charles Hello, is from Collins. Liverpool, isn't he? Yeah. You see, so. the thing is, though, the thing is, it's like, it's like, did you ever watch the show Bread? Yep. No, you know because it looked it, awful. This, it looked like it was it, it from was, it was the 60s. But, but it was in the was, 80s. It was in the 80s. Yeah, probably late 80s, I would have said. But anyway, one of yeah. the characters in that was like, thought he was a bit posh. And that's that's kind of the, the sort of, you know, Richie, Richard's accent is tiny bit like that. You know what I mean? I don't know where you're going with this. This, this, this. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Is that like? Is that more posh scouse than scouse? This is top five worst worst start to the show. <laughs> it probably, it probably. Let's make it even worse. <laughs> My favorite. Where we do our Chris- counting rocks is each <laughs> rock in your hand, and then like. Do the Christmas top five oh, worst intro to the show. This thousands of rocks. Definitely gonna be it's it. Gonna be. Uh, anyway, good job. That was that was that. So yes. well done, guys. Yeah. Thank good you. Good. I noticed you people in the chat. We got we got a few. We have got. We have. Let's hurry up and mention them so they might stick around. Best, um, Epic Scotsman, SLH, yeah, Rich, SLH. Uh, SLH, what are you crossing? Epic, uh, Epic, Epic Scotsman's asking about video games. Fuck off. We're, yeah, this isn't a video game podcast. What the fuck are you doing? Never. And, Jesus Christ. And. Who made him the god of our podcast to tell us what we should talk about? Yeah. I'll tell you what. You What's all that about? You don't tell us what to do. Piss right off. Yeah. Get off. Jeez. Step off. Back up. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here. Anyway. F now. I think they've all gone. Yeah, they have. And I've, I've nothing left to say, really. That's kind of that, I reckon. All right. Let's move so. on. Is there a story? Anybody got a story to My tell? My favorite time. It's story time. Story. I'll bet Stu has been saving an epic yarn from his adventure holiday. I know. How did you not know? I haven't actually. But oh, no, tell the story about going up to a castle and then not paying. That was riveting. Yeah, well, we've, we've done all that. I'm not going over that. You're not putting that in the show, though. No, I'm not going to do that. Anyway, anyway, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what is true, though. I'll tell you what is true. Internet sucks further north, you go. Well, yeah, I thought that was a given. It's, it was it was it's awful, right? Me we had we had this cottage, right? We stayed in a cottage, and it had free Wi-Fi, which is great. You know, you always want a, Wi-Fi. But isn't part of going to a cottage like getting away from it all? Is it both? Like Millie's like, not I'm not days, going man. unless. Yeah, no. Millie's like, I'm not going unless there's Wi-Fi. Right? That <laughs> yeah, was people, her... people go camping. People go camping, and there's Wi-Fi at the fucking camping site. Staring at their phones while sitting around the fire. It's ridiculous. So, by, t- talking of fire, I did make a fire, which was a, an epic quest in but itself. It, I felt like Duke in Rust, I'll tell you now. I see what you did there. So, you're finally know. talking about video games, people. Because, what was your because name? Epic Scotsman is playing. No. I, had my, I had my cock out, right? I was swinging my cock out. So, wait, you just opened and, your inventory, and then you clicked fire, and then there was a fire. I, did, I wish it was that easy. <laughs> yeah. Right, because, right. I said, and then a bear just chased you out of nowhere for three miles. We had this cottage and it had a fireplace and it was like there's wood at the back. There were wood in the, in like the little yard at the back. So I was like, I, strep throat, by the way. I know how to make a fire. I used to do this as a kid all the time. We had a coal fire at home. Yes, I know it didn't what to work do. out so well. And <laughs> the best part of forty minutes to get it going enough so you could actually call it a fire. One of many reasons I do not Why? like camping. 
Why? Because right, because there were these massive I mean massive hunks of wood. And you think like wood burns e I have no clue how stuff burns down, right? Because I was lighting that shit for ages and it wouldn't burn. You have to start with kindling. You have to start with paper. Yeah. I had paper. I had you paper. Have Did you have little twigs? No, no. I'll, I'll, have, I'll just go from paper to an enormous tree trunk. <laughs> Set that on fire. <laughs> I don't know how shit burns down. <laughs> No idea, man. Obviously, to God, I was checking out stuff. It's wood. It's Um, burning. What's the problem? Exactly right. But no, we we had some fire starters. Uh, Uh, Oh yeah. What are you? You had prodigy in your cottage. (laughs) We did. We did. A lot of gigs. Just like fucking yeah. (laughs) But all right. So that was going. So I got those things going right, and eventually, after that, right, and I had to blow on it, right. You know when you've got to, you know when you've got to blow. And, 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 Okay. okay. <laughs> if it's do, funny once, it's funny a hundred times. It's funny, it's funny. And there was smoke. I don't want to finish this podcast tonight, please. <laughs> uh, you don't want to finish this story, though, do you? <laughs> there was smoke, right, filling the living room because I was blowing in it and then smoke were pouring everywhere. Why didn't you open the flue? <laughs> okay. Don't know anything about anything. No, no, it was uh, because I was put blowing the it. Put right? on, okay, it'll be fine. It was blowing, but Kay's eyes were streaming and she's like, it's awful, what are you doing? I'm like, setting a fire, what's it look like? <laughs> and uh, anyway, though, when it eventually got going, it, 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 it was good. It was good. Never we kept warm. Or passed out from smoke. No, it was kind of like that. It's kind of, and I nearly yeah. passed out, you know, because you blow too hard. I nearly fainted. Uh, from you do blow very hard. Well. I know. I know. <sighs> you see, I didn't have a story, but then I had one. Look at that. Who'd have known? Who'd have known? Who'd, who'd have known? It's amazing. It's almost like you can talk bullshit forever. <laughs> I know. It's true. <laughs> Oh, classic. Uh, I am the fire starter. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, but anyway, Duke, uh, we should talk about video games. We should do that. Because people don't tune in to hear me ruminating on why fires don't sure work. they do they're like it's the fire cast right we want to it's it camping is the fire podcast. what you need is two sticks right right anyway juke okay so a little bit of rust uh there was an update on thursday as there is every thursday so they wipe the cmw server and they wipe a lot of other servers too so i went in for a little while and played with the cmw and yeah we got see here's the thing there are these people who set up near us because we, we set up in the mountains, like way up in the north. And I said, put a sleeping bag down for me. And they're like, you'll die instantly. And I was like, what? Because it's too cold. And they didn't have any cloth. They had just enough to make a sleeping bag. But then I wouldn't have any clothes. So I was like, all right, well, let me know when you have some clothes that I can wear when I get up there. So I did. And eventually we got set up. And we built a little common house. And we started building our own houses. And then there's this other dude nearby. And he comes running up to us. He's like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, ah, get out of here. And then the other guys I was building with go and chase him to his his base. And they're like, we're going in. 
And I was like, I don't play like this. You can go in if you want. They're like, come help us hack at his roof because he's got this wood roof. So they sit in there with hatchets just so, – So you like seeing behind the veil, are you? You sort of see how the other half live. Well, I, this is how most people play Rust. So it, That's what I mean. I mean, but you don't normally play that I way. You sort of see. But I was like, whatever. You guys want my help. I'll help. So I'm up there with my hatchet, hacking away, hacking away, and the dude's inside. And like every now and then, he'd open the door and fire his shotgun out, and then close the door again. And it was just ridiculous. So eventually, I was like, "This is boring. I, never mind, mean. This is just boring." So I left. The next day, so I spend, you know, that day I spend like an hour or so getting wood and building my tower and all that. The next day, I come in and there, I get on the team speak, and they're all like. Duke, Duke, you gotta help us out. I'm like, what? First of all, I don't have anything to help you with. Second of all, what's the problem? And they go, these guys are like, they're griefing us. They're taking it way too far. I was like, what are they doing? He's like, they're just waiting outside our houses, and as soon as we go out, they're, they're gonna kill us. I was like, isn't that exactly what y'all were doing yesterday? And they're like, no, it's different. They're griefing. I'm like, see, this is the thing. Everybody th- – look, the game's boring if you don't fight other people. I get that. You want to fight other people? Go ahead. But don't pretend like you have the moral high ground because other people are doing things worse than you or they're griefing in a way that you never did or someone else is always like, well, they started it. I'm like, dude, we're all in this game. Everyone's got this moral you know, outrage. How could you? You're taking it too far and blah, 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 blah. It's totally stupid. So yeah, I don't I don't get the rust thing. I must admit. I mean, I did enjoy it for the bit of time that I played it, but I don't get this grief in everybody, you know. And it's like you say, it's true. Everybody's just like thinking that they're the the better person, but in reality, everyone's doing the same shit. Pretty much to everybody. So I was like, I'm not interested in this. So I went to a, a so I played with so I I played with some other people on the other side of the map for a while, and you know they were actually going out and just fighting with people out in the rad town, which is more fun to me because you know it's more exciting and it's less just you know the people with the better stuff wait outside someone's house. That's just stupid. So actual in the streets combat is kind of fun, but eventually I was like, you know what? I want to play on a modded server. So I went to a modded server called Omnicidal. And, you know, normally when you hit a tree with a hatchet, you get 20 wood. On this server, you get 250 wood every time you hit the tree. So I built up a pretty decent base very quickly. And, yeah, that's been fun. Um, so that's Rust. Which So have you, have, you built, have you already built a new phallic symbol then? Uh, I've built several towers on different servers. Yeah, you see, that's your that's your shtick. I'm actually you just want to build, build a big penis tower. Actually, building yeah. out more these days because it's more secure. Building up is that is that to represent the scrotum at the bottom? Right. Is it? Is Witcher that... three. Uh, I played some more Witcher three, and you know, again, as I said last week, it's still fun. It's still a good game, but I had one of those moments in the Witcher three that people hate, and it really drove me nuts because Uh-oh. I, I had to go fight this ghost out in the woods called Jenny of the Woods. You may remember this one, Stu. Ghost! Ghost! I'm assuming it's a side quest, and I didn't do a ton of those, to be honest. contract. Yeah, no, I didn't hardly do any of those. Well, then you haven't lived. Obviously. But it was basically, you know, every Witcher quest. How can you say that you finished the game if you didn't do the side quest? I didn't do everything. Uh, Yeah. So yeah. every Witcher quest is the same. It's like, uh, there's a monster out there. We don't know what it is, but it's eating children. And you go out and you deal with it and you kill the thing and then you come back. Where's my reward? Okay. And 
this was exactly like that. And there was some ghost and, and like I'd attack it, but it wouldn't do anything. Attacking it did with the silver sword did nothing. Oh no. And I was like, Oh, what is this shit now? So I went back and I was looking at the bestiary. Now, fortunately you're not up a Creek without a paddle. Some games back in the day, especially you'd have this problem and you'd be like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I said, go online and find a walkthrough or something. That's all built into the game now. So I look in the bestiary you're supposed to use this special potion. You're supposed to put this oil on your sword. You're supposed to make a special kind of bomb. And you're supposed to use this kind of trap, the magic trap. Yeah, you have to use, is it Quen? I can never remember the magic trap. The names of the different spells are. But this is exactly what we were talking about last week. This is stuff that people hate about these games. So I was like, I don't care enough about going and getting you know, ingredients for a potion or making a special oil for my sword. I just want to point the, the pointy thing at the bad thing and then stick it with it. That's rule number one. You remember in Game of Thrones? Point I do. Sticky thing at the bad guy. Stick it with the pointy stick end. Stick it with the pointy end. Nope, not in The Witcher. So I dropped it down a difficulty level, and I'm like, maybe this I'll just do it just for this one quest and then put it back up. Nope, still wasn't. Dead. Ah! So I eventually oh had to keep trapping it and then jumping around and trap it again. And I, one of the things said, in the bestiary, I think it said, the best combination is to trap it with this one spell and then hit it with the igni, the fire spell. But yeah. you can't do that because as soon as you cast a spell, your spell meter depletes. And you have to wait for it to come back up. How are you talking yeah, about I, I, I spells one-two punch? I noticed that with quite a few of the ghosty type, the wraiths and things like that. <laughs> the stupidest unless you unless you trap them first they don't you can't actually inflict much or if any damage on them you have to you have to be but this was a huge monster it had one of the you know when you have the big monsters it has the bar in the middle of the screen up at the top this was one of those and so it's you know it's a decent sized battle it's not going to be over quick and it was just oh i had to restart i did it like 10 times and I, you know how it is. That's so annoying and frustrating. It doesn't make me want to run out and play the game some more. You know how many times I had to do stuff like that in Skyrim? Never. Zero times. That's how many. So Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. But then again, I didn't, like I said, I didn't do a ton of the, the sort of witch contracts. I did mostly sort of the main story quest stuff. And it still took me 100 hours even just doing that sort of stuff. And doing, I had to do some, obviously, side questy stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever, it's fine. It's still a good game, but it is what it is. Um, I'll keep going with it, I'm sure. Uh, I played some more Quibbao 1. I talked about this last week. This is a uh, puzzle Quibbao 1. Yeah, 3D puzzle game. You have to use a limited number of blocks to climb out of each level. And still good, still intriguing. They've introduced a different kind of block, so you have to get, you know, you have to leave those where they are and basically they're keys and you plug them into the wall and then it'll open the door and then you use the other blocks to climb up where you need to go nothing very complicated nothing very fancy nothing much to talk about the other game that i've been playing that i will talk about because i didn't talk about this the first time i played it for some reason but i have played quite a few levels is bloons tower defense five now some people when they saw me i think antonio's gh rocker said why did you buy that if you can play it free on the web first of all i don't like playing games on the web there's something about web-based games that just give me a rash so i was like shut up and secondly, it was on sale for like a dollar. So I was like, who cares? It was a dollar. When I played Defense Grid back in the day, I really loved it. 
eventually. And then I said, when I finished it, I was like, ooh, what other tower defense games are there? What's the next, you know, what's if, if tower defense, if defense grid is the gold standard, what's the silver standard, right? And Chinny, I think you told me that balloons was the next best tower defense. Yeah, man. Yeah. Balloons is sick. Yeah. So balloons is good. So I've been playing balloons, and first of all, there's like 65 waves of enemies. So the, your you, your towers are monkeys and the enemies are balloons. So it's all very cute and family friendly. Fine. Um, there's lots of different kinds of balloons. So some are heart shaped, some are regular shaped, some are camouflage, some are metal, some are like zeppelins, and there's all sorts of stuff. And you can upgrade all your different monkeys, and you have sniper monkeys, and you have monkeys in boats and you have monkeys in planes and all sorts of other stuff. It's very fast. So whereas defense grid, part of the fun is watching it all happen. Uh, in this game, you're like fast forward brrr, and move all the things moving very quickly. Blah, blah, blah. Um, it, I, unless I'm missing something, I don't understand where you see on the board, how many lives you have left or how many balloons you've allowed to get through because it said something before I started playing, like you have you you only have a hundred lives or something, and then like I have I it was so easy the first few levels and I was like I'll just make it go fast forward and then suddenly here's a hundred balloons going through and I'm like ah and I was like I think I let too many balloons through but I can't tell and then suddenly one more goes through and it's like ah eh, you're dead game over and I was like I want to know how many lives I have left because defense grid is very be something there seems to be something at the top right. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. A heart thing. I can't. <laughs> and there's a lot of stuff in this game. Right? What's the matter with you? Yeah. So at the top right below how much money you have, there's a little heart with a number next to it. Is it not that? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Eh. It probably is. Yeah, that. You it probably is. There's a lot of stuff going on the screen. Anyway, it's fun. <laughs> it's good for the most part. You know, once I realize that I, I can't just you know, put a few towers down and then just let it run. I have to keep upgrading and managing and, you know, adding new things. Uh, it's cute. It's fun. It's not, you know, making me jump back in every time I start up steam, but it is fun. It is cute. Um, I've, I've got a suggestion for you oh, for yeah, a tower I, defense game on steam. Go ahead. Uh, pixel junk monsters. Yeah. Huh? I think pixel you'd like that. It's good. I have no, I have no clue, but it's on sale a lot, so it's, I can't see it being a lot of money. Yeah, maybe I've heard Pixel Junk does good stuff. Although I played Eden no, and I wasn't blown away. No, no, Monsters is a tower defense game. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. and then, yeah, what was the other thing I was gonna say? Oh, and I've been cross stitching a lot. Oh, what sort of game is that then? I made one for my mom, and then a friend of mine had his birthday yesterday. So, like, ten minutes before we were going to the party, I was like, oh, wait, I have an idea. And here, Chinny, I will send you the thing that I made for him because it was on Facebook, and it was awesome. All right. And, uh, yeah, let me find it here, and I will uh... – I think I think what's kind of interesting with the cross-stitch, Duke, it is it – is, even though it's not a video game, it's, it's kind of like a video game in the way you're doing it. Why is that? In – in so much as that you've just started something new, unlike Rust or Skyrim, you just can't stop. You're like stuck in it now, aren't you? Well, You're yeah, sort of going for it. in the same way that, yeah, absolutely. Did you get that, yeah. Jenny? Can you see that picture? I'm sort of it, can yeah. He, yeah. Can he see the picture? So I think it's the best work I've ever done under such intense time pressures. 
And you know, the guy really liked it. His wife really liked it. Probably thought it was fun. Intense. You can just see him sweating over it, can't you? Sweating. Like mega concentration, like the needle going at 90 miles an hour. Trying to like get it done in time. Oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, I'm getting it um, up. <laughs> getting it up. Oh, getting it up. Hey, by the way, by the way, before we carry on while Chinny's getting it up, um, yeah, I've got to say, even though I wasn't on the show last week, I felt like I was on the show. Well, last you were because we were channeling. I know. Seconds. I know. I know. It was like I was mentioned a lot. Yeah, SLH. Thank you for supporting in the crash. And even though you were griefing me for the majority of that time, I did still like, still feel like you were missing me. You know what I mean? Yep. For the viewers, um, you oh, can I can see, I can see. Yeah, that's a picture right there. The detailing is know, incredible. Right? So for incredible. for the listeners, for the audio listeners, it is a lovely picture frame. I have to say, it's lovely uh, with a sort of MDF type uh, yep. board behind it. A floral, and a floral motif. Floral, floral frame, and then the cross stitch is white, white background, and yep. with um, a single thread. Of uh, of of what would you call it? Ribbon. It's it's a little Cost- bit. It reminds me of of an etcher sketch. That's that's uh, it is looks that the inspiration. Like a child has made it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's an etcher. It, it says if, the if word they were Bob. Together, <laughs> it does. Hey guys, it says the word Bob. Right. I can't. I, I'm sense. sure. Yeah. I'm sure he'll have pride of place for that somewhere in his home. He said because he, he's looking for work right now. He's like, when I when I get my next job, that's going right on my desk. <laughs> it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I've been playing and stitching. Oh, and I made one for my nephew, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but that's not on the web yet because um, he hasn't gotten it yet. And I don't want to risk him getting any spoilers, but it's gonna be wicked. He's gonna... There you go. Uh, Handsome Devil, I think, has described it perfectly. Cross-stitching meets MS Paint. Oh, yeah. So there you go. There you go. That's me. So that's you. So, Chitty, what have you been doing? What have you played? I've been playing Fallout New Vegas. Yay! Fallout New Vegas! So, something modern and good. Good. Yeah, Something new today. Fuck you, Stu. Um... (laughs) I've been play- yeah, I've been playing. Uh, I want to get this done before uh, Fallout Four comes out. Really? And you know, <laughs> isn't that from if I don't know, <laughs> or have you even had to take? Uh, actually, you might be surprised because I, I'm usually I play Fallout like the Fallout Three. I play really bad. Yes. Um, and this, but I'm not really... caters to people who are really bad. I'm not really like going too bad on this one uh, yet. Oh, there's still plenty of time to don't don't worry. Okay. So um, let me ask just a minute. Let me just clarify this. How how many estimated innocent people do you think you've murdered so far? I've murdered about twenty. Okay. Twenty innocent. See, that's not good. He didn't say he was good. He said he's not. Yeah, but that's nothing to be proud of. Wait, wait, wait. Just, just a second, because you haven't played this right. Chinny, here's the test of how bad you yeah. are. When you went running into Nipton and the dude ran out going, I won the lottery, did you kill him, yes or no? Yes. <laughs> okay, you are an evil bastard. Don't you're not that bad. I'm not my that attitude, bad. My attitude towards that guy was... <laughs> you hate people that don't know. His voice was uh, annoying. Don't there's, lie a, to me. <laughs> there's, a town, there's a town called Nipton, and it's overtaken by this sort of cult 
uh, clan. And they do a lottery, and the winner of the lottery gets to live, and everybody else gets to suffer in great pain. They don't necessarily die, but they, they get hung and all sorts of stuff. Um, so you, you bump into the guy that, that wins the lottery, and he goes, yeah, the simmer. And he was just annoying me. <laughs> See, right? you know, because I, I didn't know you. was annoying you. <laughs> Good reason to kill him. I think he was just annoying me. I was like, I'm going to kill this guy. Like, he's just pissing me off. And I just... <laughs> Shot him the test in the back, like pissing me off. I I shot him in the back like a true man. Um, and <laughs> then, the and then very shortly after, another guy came up to me and said, "Oh, this woman just attacked me. I've got these really expensive um the sarsaparilla like, star caps. caps. Yeah, um, and she wanted to take them off me. And my speech, I always put my speech really high because it's, I love it when I've got my speech really high." Because I can just basically just con people, right. um, and I, and I says, oh yeah, you should give them to me. Like they're quite dangerous. And he went, oh yeah, okay, I'll do that. And and he and he says, thanks for that. That's really helpful. And now I don't have to worry. And then I shot him in the back because fuck it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, let's, sorry, let's back up. But no, a bit more. Not all bad though. Not all bad. Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to work out where the kind of good bit is coming well, in let here. Let me ask you this: Did you help out the city of Good Springs? Because that's the first real moral choice you have to take. Yes. No, I helped them out. Well, there you, go. Out. you are a decent oh, person. There. Brilliant. Yes. <laughs> mainly, mainly, Duke, because it benefited me. Because there's a doctor there, well, yeah. and he did save my life. I feel like I do owe him that. Oh, interesting. Okay. However, there <laughs> is. Makes some annoying comment. <laughs> Shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thought, yeah. No, he did. He did. He did say something that slightly like sort of. Hank, you better be careful what you say, Doc, because he said, <laughs> "Oh, I didn't expect you." Didn't expect you to see you back so soon. I was like, fuck you, dick. <laughs> um, leave me alone. Yeah, and then there's an old man that wouldn't let me use his dynamite. So I was like, this this guy's asking for it. Yeah. Um you but no, I, I didn't I didn't <laughs> there's another town there's another town called Nipton. Now my my, my main you're, you've already talked about Nipton, that's a lottery town. No, that's Novak. No, no, no. Amateur. Nipton is the lottery town, Novak is the place with the dinosaur. Ah, Novak. Whatever. Novak. You know Novak, 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 right? No. You have to go and look, because I'm not going to tell you. People, you, whoever's played Fallout New Vegas, if you haven't realized why it's called Novak, it's one of the most beautiful moments I've ever had in a video game when I realized what was going on. Hey, will I find that? Hey, will I know? I'm not going to tell you. Ooh. You'll just have to go to the town and look around. There you go. You'll have to hey, investigate. Go ahead. Um, anyway, I... Sorry? Did you meet the crazy dude, like No Dogs or whatever his name is? No Bark? No Bark. Um, Noonan is his name. He's awesome. I love him. Is he sort of an oldish man? Oh, yeah. Very old. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, he was saying, like, oh, I've, I've seen him disappear, and he's talking right. about the Night Orc things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my, my main thing about Fallout is I've, I've heard people say, you know, Fallout 3 is better, fuck New Vegas, and then other people say, fuck. Fallout 3, New Vegas is better. Both- it's pretty much, hey, do you like Fallout yeah. 3? Because this is more Fallout. It sure That's is. it. It's like, that is it. There's nothing like, if someone says, which one did you like more? It's like, it's just more of stuff. It's just <laughs> exactly like that the same. It's, there's no... The other cheeseburger yeah. I made you. You know when you go to McDonald's and you go cheeseburger and then you have another one, you go, you know, if you had to review both of those cheeseburgers, like they're both disgusting. It's like fine. The uh, but the Fallout is the opposite. It's they're both great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so the I thing like is, it. this 
this was made by Obsidian, wasn't it? Is it Obsidian who made yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, and and they got a lot of grief because apparently it was a. I mean, and let's be honest here, Fallout Three wasn't the most technically glitch, yeah. uh, you three know, glitch free game. Didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But apparently this ran a lot worse. I mean, has that all been sorted out with the probably myriad of there was updates bit, since I, this I did a side quest and I, I had a, I had a, a quest item, and um, I, that I fetched for this guy, and it wasn't giving me the option to give it to him. Right. And I, I thought, oh, annoying. this is, is this a dodgy. And then basically I had to sort of kept, keep on asking him the same question. Like, you know, what do I need to get for you next? And he, he would say, and then it, it popped up. It just popped up. The options is like, I have this already. That's do you want it? Um, so what I would say about Fallout New Vegas is it doesn't sort of settle you in. I, I think it's a, it's a very cold intro to the game. Yeah. You know, you get shot in the head <laughs> and you, you're just in a town. You don't, I don't know. There's something about Fallout 3's introduction that really eased you in and made this sort of epic entrance to the world where you don't really get that here. And I suppose it's not really meant to do that. But because of that, I and I, again, I, I suppose I've seen why they've done it because I'm a sort of lone ranger. I'm a courier. I'm, you know, there's no place that is my home. Yeah. But in in Fallout 3, I felt like, well, Megaton could have been my home or, well, Tenpenny Towers was my home in <laughs> yeah. in. In, in Fallout 3. I don't really feel like I've, I've had a home. I don't feel like I've got a home. Yeah, I agree with um, that. But I'm renting, I'm renting a room now in Novak. Alright. Because um, I just like the big dog. Have you met Boone? I don't think... I'd, I don't know where Boone is. Or, or, which one's Boone? Is he the one in the dinosaur mouth? Yes. Yeah, I've met him. I've met him. He only has... Isn't he talking shift. about something else? He's, he only has a ship he's up there at night. Okay. So you have to go out there at night in order to meet him. He's he's okay. he's one of my two favorite characters in the whole game. Hey, nothing about that stood out to me. I but anyway, regardless of that, the game is fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Um, it holds up really well. Um, but I think Fallout comes alive when I don't. You know, again, the main quest isn't a great draw. Fallout I, I comes think alive when you quest in this more than I like it in three. Just because the idea of revenge is like, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, get this it, it is quite intriguing. But like, they sort of send you around. It's this is a very black country saying now. They send you around the Reekin a little bit. Yeah. Uh, they send you sort of all around mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, all over the wasteland for no sort of reason, to be honest. But because anyway, oh, you can't go, um, north, and then you have to go east, and you have to go north, and then you have to go west. It's very. Yes. You have to yeah, explore bit... the whole of the land that's available. Yeah. I, I bet I can guess where this guy is. I bet he's in New Vegas. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, uh, I I I decided to to sort of veer off on the on the side quests. And f- for me, I always remember the very early side quests. I mean, I did pretty much all the side quests in Fallout Three. Yeah. But I remember the first time this game sort of grabbed me in Fallout Three. You know what I mean? Like I just remember I did a side quest. Um, with the vampires, oh, uh, in Arfu, and, and yeah, and I did that in Fallout Three, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this game has got me! It's just got me now!" Like I just fucking love this game because I wasn't sure about it back then. Uh-huh. Um, whether I'd like that game, I've never really sort of played games like this before. Yeah, and I, that that vampire quest was the one that I did it very early on, and I just absolutely 
adored the game after that, yeah, and I just that, wanted more of that. That, that and, quest is a good example of how Bethesda, when they do it right, they do it really well because it starts out with just like, hey, my brother needs, I need to send a letter to my brother. Like, just take this to this town yeah. and that's it. And it, you know, there's so many what, I, where that would be it. You just, here's the thing, you're done, five gold for your trouble. Yeah, the yeah. End. in Fallout 3, another one where that guy, that little kid comes up to you and he says, oh, my dad's yeah. stuck in this town. It's full of, like, fire ants and stuff. Yeah. And it just Half led to this later, you're like massive... Down in the goddamn yeah. ant nest. And I yeah. did that. This happened again in New Vegas where it was just, hey, um, there's some ghouls in this sort of factory. Oh, I love that question. Uh, and... Oh my god, what a great quest that was! All right, I don't, are we okay to talk about this? Is this like, oh, we can't talk about it? Or I'm I don't know. sure it's fine. It's been a long really. time, people. It's, it's been a long time. It's a side quest as well. No, can I, can I just, New Vegas, go away for ten minutes. Can I just say though, you, you know, you think Chinny's pretty evil and yeah. stuff in games I'll like bet, this. Well, we'll get a glimpse of goodness in a minute. Well, I was gonna say, in in Fallout Three, when the kid with the fire ants and stuff. Uh, as soon as I finished his quest line, I stuck a slaver collar collar on him and then sent him <laughs> off. Yeah, take Fuck that him. kid. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, finish the quest. Oh, slaver collar. See you later. <laughs> you better get going. It'll explode and shit. Three hundred counts, man. Three hundred counts. Yeah. That's right. That's um, right. Yeah. So, so I, <laughs> I went to this. I went to this facility, right? And all I've been told is like, there's some ghouls there. It'd be really handy if you cleared it out for us. That'd be great. And I thought, I'm not doing anything. Um, so I'll go over there. I needed to level up. That's why I wanted to go over there. I wanted to level up. So And ghouls always carry, like, bottle caps and uh, bobby pins and stuff. They always have good loot. Even in Fallout 3, they did. Yeah. So I go over there, and it turns out, uh, yeah, there's a few ghouls. And then there's these big fuck-off Nighthawk things. Yeah. Um, but they're dead on the floor. Like, they don't do anything. I go upstairs, and there's this, like, sort of weird, glowy... Or, um, ghoul that can talk and he says oh you know he's a bit religious and he's, he thinks that sort of God has sent me or whatever um, and he says well if you we're trying to get to the basement to, to reach our holy grail to reach our promised land or whatever can you clear out the basement full of nighthawks and basically these nighthawks are invisible went down there and I said yeah I'll do that went down there and these guys were a bit of a pain in the ass. But I found one that would talk to me. The guy that talked to me said, the only reason we're down here is for these stealth boys that turn you invisible. And then if we get those, we'll leave. And they're in this room, but there's a ghoul in there, and he keeps sniping us. So if you walk in there, he might not snipe you, and maybe you can kill him or convince him to go. I was like, okay. So I went in there, and then he said, hey, you're not one of those night old things. Um, I'm only in here because I'm stuck in here, but... And and there's a girl that I'm trying to rescue, but she's in the other room. I was, uh, you know, can you, uh, like, find out if she's okay? And I'm like, oh, my God. So, it just keeps on going on and on, right? It's like, fucking hell, right? So uh, in that room where this ghoul is sort of hold, holding out in this sniper, I went upstairs to his sort of where he was just to sort of browse around, see if I could talk to him a little bit closer. And then he started shooting me. And I went, fuck this prick. If you shoot me, I'll shoot you back, right? And I shot him in the head. Fuck the bitch that he's trying to look after. And then um, I, 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 I just stole his stuff. I went back to that big fuck-off Nighthawk thing, and I said, yeah, he's dead. Fuck him. Go, and there's no, st- there's no stealth boys in there, so you, you can just fuck off. Right? And he went, oh. It, it, but I went on the computer, and he says, there's no stealth boys. They're at a different place. Um, you know, the, your, the, your princess is not here. Go to a different castle sort of thing. 
Yeah. And they says, well, you, you you better be right because, you know, if you're not, oh, I'll, I'll eat your bollocks off or whatever. And then he walks off. Uh, and then these religious schools come back down and they want to go to a, they want to get in this rocket to to escape Earth or some shit yeah. to the promised land. Jesus Christ. And then I know it just keeps, this is how, how much it's I, like, I just it's like grossed, right? God. Well, there's there's a guy that you met when you first met these religious ghouls that was human. He's just a human, normal human, but he thinks he's a ghoul. All right. And he goes you know, I'm a ghoul, I'm a ghoul, and and he's like a really, he's like the technician, he, he makes all the rocket stuff possible. And I, I, I said to him, you're not a ghoul, you fucking twat. And he said, yes, I am. You prick. <laughs> was it that and, very and that sort of, Yeah, yeah, it's that, that, yeah. Zach, that was exact word. Exact so anyway, wording. this goes on, and I, I find out, the I speak to the head religious guy, and he says, yeah, yeah he is a human, but we convinced him that he wasn't because he was rejected and stuff, and to, to be honest, he's really good with technical stuff, so we kept him around, but we can't take him to the promised land because he's not a ghoul. So basically, they're using him, right? They're using this guy to to get this rocket sorted, and then they're going to fuck him up, all right? So I, because my speech is really good, I said to this guy, yo, Chris, these ghouls, they're fucking you in the ass, man, all right? So you got to sort this out. I don't and he was like, exact nah, I've been with that. That was definitely an option. That's it. I should write the script for Fallout. You should. Sure? Right? Brilliant. Um, um, and and he says, Nah, nah. I've been with them four years. Right. And I, I and I, I had like the speech thing, and I says, Nah, nah. Look, look, they're 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 fucking in your ass straight up. And he says, Oh, like no way. Like I, I like the way he just believes a stranger straight away. That's brilliant. <laughs> he goes, Oh no way. That's that's bollocks, man. Um. He says, Oh, I know what I can do. When I fix their rob the, their rocket, I could sabotage it and blow it up. <laughs> And I mean, this looks like a fucking great deal to me. Thank you very much for giving me that option. I'm gonna sort. I'm gonna make sure that happens for you, Chris. Oh, your interests are my interests. So it, all I needed was I needed the two. I needed the two components that I needed for the rocket. Then I needed three sugar bombs. Got them. Went back and went. Yo, Chris, I got you back, yo. Uh, <laughs> let's blow this motherfucker up. Jesus. <laughs> And they got in the rocket, and sure, and like, dun 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 dun. dun, dun. That's it. Brilliant. And they all died. Fuck now, out. let me ask a question at this at this juncture. This juncture. Yeah. Uh, but Duke, I'm assuming you have played this quest, having played New Vegas played millions many, many of times. times. Uh, did you play it in the same way? Is well, that I, how you did it? I helped the ghouls, and then I told the guy, "Hey, if you want to come with me, you can." Or one time I said, "Don't worry about it. You could still be a useful member of society. It's all good." And I will also say, Chinny, that I didn't. I wasn't so nice to the Nightkin. Those are the super mutants who are invisible with the stealth boys. Um, I went in there, guns a blazing, and then there, the dude that you talk to, he's like, "Antler, tell me, kill humans, blah, blah, turn invisible." And I was like, I don't care what you're talking about. <laughs> you got to go. But the guy who's up there in the one room sniping, he told me to go find his girlfriend. He has a really cool line later on. If you go to find out where the girl is because she's dead. Sorry, spoilers. Uh, but you come back and you tell him and he goes because he's a ghoul. And he's like, eh, that's a real horrible thing. I'm so sad to hear that. She had the most beautiful yellow crooked smile. I'm always going to miss her. I just love that line about the most beautiful yellow crooked smile. So, oh, yeah, wow. that's how I played that. So with sweet. The, so romantic. With the night orcs, though, before I found 
the one that could talk. I did kill four of his bro- four of his brothers, though. <laughs> well, they- All right, I did like I didn't mention that to him. He, he probably wondered where they were, but they're invisible, so fuck them. Um, he was like, "Well, I'll probably show up." So I did kill four of them. Um, but the only reason I kept him alive was like, "This motherfucker looks badass. I want him as a companion because I know companions are quite big in New Vegas." Yes, they are. And I don't know if you can, but uh, but I thought if he's going to be a companion, I want him. He's mine. I want that man. Um, so that's why I kept him alive. That's why I was interested. For self, I'm all about me well, dude, yeah. in New Vegas. It's, it's all about me. Anything that benefits me. Right. Yes. So that's in Fallout 3. I was just I was just mean for mean sake. I, I didn't care about anyone. Yeah. Right. Whereas in New Vegas, I'm playing it mainly because it's, it's sort of hard work to play it really mean because you sort of. You sort of um, corner yourself a lot. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know, you make a lot of enemies. Whereas in New Vegas, I'm just... Yeah. When I first played it, I was like, I'm going to be the good man. I'm going to... Because I got to Nipton, and I'm like, oh my god, I must avenge this. So, what's his name with the dog on his head comes up? We have purified this town. We have made it good and blah, blah, blah. I was like, ah, you got to pay. And so I took him out, and then 30 of his boys start jumping on me. Ah, die, scumbag. And I couldn't fight them off. I was just done. And then... I, I, I went around getting a few, and I reloaded my game, I went around getting a few of Kaisar's Legionnaires, and I'd kill them here and there, and eventually I got vilified, because you have that, you know, system, it's not just good or bad morality system, it's also like how much you are liked or disliked by each of the factions, so his, yeah. Kaisar's Legion hated me, and so... Every time I'd go anywhere, a squad of them would show up. Like, you got to pay, and they'd start attacking me. I'm like, this sucks. So I had to reload a game from before I was vilified by them. So you have to be careful. What's the name of the? So what's the name of the um like the the sort of first bad guys you come across? Is like the oh the powder gangers. Oh, I forgot what they're called. The powder gangers. Powder gangers. Yeah. Yeah. I sort of did a few things for their leader. Yeah. Because I thought, oh, all right, I'm going to turn evil now. Yeah. But then he met, he said one line, right, that I thought, nah, I don't like this guy. And he says, oh, we killed a couple kids too, right? And now I'm all for capturing kids and slaving them, <laughs> but killing them is just not Take, for me. Uh, okay. Too much. It's too far, yeah. right? I mean, it's over the line, man. It's over the line. Give them a good. It give them a good backbone when they're older. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but, it's yeah. a it's a maturity lesson. Put it, selling them. Yeah, yeah. Now I mean, collar, these kids are going to appreciate. These kids are going to appreciate life when they're older, right? Whereas, you know, killing kids. And he says, Ah, look, I've got to kill you now. I can't have you killing kids. This is this is bad. So, I um I went back to the the NCR, whatever the army sort of people. Yeah. I said, Let's let's fuck this guy up. Um, yeah. There was that other team, Prim. Oh yeah. Um, That's just Prim was, pure fun. Was sort of it's like you don't, you don't. You, it's just pure evil people in there. Just go in and kill them all. Yeah, because the the army's right next to it. Yeah. And they're saying, oh, we can't go in there. Oh, it's too dangerous. <laughs> and I'm like a level four, right. and I just walked in and <laughs> fucked them all up, yeah. like just dicked them. Yeah. And I mean, it was it wasn't like easy to be honest, but. I got it. Like I, I, I did it and, and and survived. And I was like, "You're an army. Like <laughs> you're dicks." So I, I, I've got less forces because they're busy fighting off Kaiser's legion. Yeah. So um, yeah. no, I am truly well in uh, New Vegas. I'm 11 hours in roughly, yeah. and I feel like I haven't even started. 
That's so, a scratch, uh, and that's barely anything. Yeah. That's nothing. Yeah. It's it's amazing because sometimes, you know, I've played games and I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, fucking hell, get this done. I want this over. And it's only like a 12-hour game, yeah. you know, or like a six-hour game. And I'm just like, oh, God. And I've already played 11 hours of this and I just, I don't feel like I've even touched it. Yeah. So it's just amazing what a great game can do. That's right. I think I think it's not necessarily just a great game. It's 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 the type of gameplay, isn't it? A lot of the stuff you're doing is time consuming. Even moving from one place to another but takes time. The thing is that yeah. I feel like in the Fallout games, it's never tedious to move between one place and another. And I don't want to be a beating a dead horse, but in The Witcher, it's kind of like oh, I got to go over this hill now. Whereas in Fallout, it's always like, oh, I wonder what's over that hill. Yeah, I, I agree. There is some of that, to, definitely, to an extent. So, yeah. So, there you go. Hey, so, there you go. Glad you're... Uh, Come on. Yay. Anything else, Chinny, or is that it? Um, Just a new video. No, that is it for me. That is that is. That it. Is it. That is it. Uh, well, obviously, obviously, I've played and finished Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Oh, I, yeah. that came out. Rob's. Yeah, so that came out. It came out just before I went on holiday, Did actually. It was one sitting. Uh, no, it was it was probably two. It's probably two. It's actually quite a long game. How many hours? About six, about five or six hours, which is which is quite a long time for a walking simulator. That's exactly what I was or, about to say. Or, or actually, actually, I'm I'm going to stop calling them that because I don't think it's it's really the right terminology no, for these. But for because that's not what it is. It's it's a first person. It is for Proteus. It is for Ethan Carter. It is. No, it's a first-person exploration oh, game. Oh, stop it! Is a better way of describing it. No, it is. It is. It's not a walking. You're just not. I'm it's not, not just simulating walking. Technician. It's not simulating walking. You're you're exploring. Are you? It's simulating fine. walking. You're also exploring, but I think walking simulator accurately. But you could you could say that about Skyrim because that simulates walking. No, you're so it's not a walking Skyrim. simulator. I'm not walking away from a goddamn frost troll. I'm running away from that. But you know what I mean. It's it's not a good description. It's not a good. Uh, yeah, first person exploration is what I'm going to call them from now on. Go ahead. So this walk. But yeah. Later. <laughs> yeah right. Uh, it's it's an interesting premise. It's interesting how they've engineered the game because obviously there's been lots of these types of games out in recent times. You know what I mean? There's there's lots of them out, like Gone Home and like you know Proteus. I mentioned you know. Uh, Dear Esther. Uh, so there's, there's lots of these types of games out, and obviously this is made by the same makers as Dear Esther. Now, interestingly, when they first announced this game, uh, they did say that they were, you were you were going to be able to pick up objects and look at them and examine stuff, but that that isn't in the game. You can't do any of that stuff. Oh, jeez. So you can't you can't do that. Um, Wait, you but could it, do that in Dear Esther, couldn't you? No, no, you could no, you you could zoom in slightly on stuff. Uh, anyway, you could zoom in slightly. I was on say stuff. if this is less interactive than Dear Esther, ooh, where do I sign up? No, it's it's more interactive than Dear Esther for sure. Uh, and there's, there's like there's probably three main mechanics in the game. So what, there's three turning, main turning, walking. No, you you can walk. Now the interesting thing is you 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 walk very very slowly. Oh, God, I, mean, I have nothing very slow. Moving around quickly. Now, interestingly, what what they don't tell you because there's no tutorial at all, so there's nothing there's to tell sprint. you how to. There's a sprint. There is a sprint. <gasps> oh my god! Game of the year, but it, it but it builds up over time. It, it builds, builds up over up time slowly. So you're holding the right trigger, and you, you slowly get faster. Now, 
it came to light just before they released the game that originally uh, that would just happen naturally. So as you walked along, if you didn't stop to look at something, it would naturally get faster, you, your walking pace. I love how Stu is building up slowly the story of how the run mechanic in this game was revealed yeah. in the days before it launched. But what happened was when they when they talked to the playtesters, they said they preferred to have control over that, so they implemented the right trigger. We had no idea people like to control whether you walk or run. We are baffled. We are bamboozled by this revelation of player preferences. But then they didn't tell anyone. It's just like well, let's let's change it, but don't bother to. So everyone it's just thought you have to. They're not very good at their jobs. Very, very slowly. But what what they have done reasonably well is how they've spaced out stuff that you investigate. So basically, there's, there's two kind of stories going on. So one's the story of where everybody's gone and why everybody's missing. So that's the first part of the story. Um, and then there are sort of six episodes which are kind of like... Uh, Chinny, are, are you aware of the Archers? The uh, Archers, the radio which is show. like the radio play sort of soap opera i Stu, you would be pleased to know i've never fucking listened to an episode no but that is what it reminded me of so Brilliant. it reminded me isn't it like is it, isn't the art just sort of set in a well-to-do sort of countryside area is that yeah right? it's, it's kind of like that yeah it is kind of like that i don't know whether okay. it's in structure but obviously we'll there's all the answers yeah, all the accents are like a bit West Country, you know, all sort of, oh, I don't know what's going on. Um, but overall, the voice acting is actually really... There's a coon. There's a coon in the game. When did they <laughs> put a coon in the game? No way, I'm <laughs> going to put that coon on my head, innit? <laughs> they are really quite good. So the voice acting is good. And then I'm, I'm just ignoring you. But basically, oh, there, are, there are six... It's podcast where Stu talks and it... I know, yeah. I'm, I'm just ignoring his derision. You know what I mean? He's, he's Mickey taking. But anyway, here's the I thing. Right? The so there are there are there are six episodes within the story of the villagers, and so you've got the sort of viewpoint of what's happening, you know, how the thing happened, and the interesting thing about that, the mechanic for that is is sort of radios that are dotted around the the sort of area. There's a lot of radios in this place and telephones. So you find out how the event, Wait, whatever that? that was, happened. So through What's telephones, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. I'll tell you what this this like village, television. But and can I just can I just clarify, please? Because there are lots of American reviews that describe this as a town. It isn't a town. We have things in in really? in England called villages, and this is most definitely a village. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, America's it's a town. town. It's a motherfucking town. You don't nothing. So you live in Hobbiton, and this is the Shire. The end. Yeah, it's a, it's a village. It's a village. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> so anyway, you find, and it's got the most public telephones in any village I've ever been in. But yeah, you, you find out the the event stuff from the telephones and the radios. Hey, okay, sorry. Let me just get this right. Walking yep. simulator, audio logs, glowing yep. balls of light. If I got it right. Pretty much the glowing See how balls easy that like is? are people, right? So they're that, the Frank. That's how it is. So in every walking simulator, and, and they're also your kind of your your breadcrumb trail. Yeah. So let me guess. You follow it, and then there's part of the story, and then you follow it some more, and there's another part of the story. Kind how of. How did I yeah. ever guess? But that's oh, for me. For me, that's not what I did until later in the well, game. Tell me how you did it. 
So originally, you see, you see, the first one's called Jeremy. So he's the vicar. So he's the vicar of the village. Uh, and, and but he's cool. He gives a shit. No, it, it's really a clever mechanic for telling a story because as you go along, you find out what happens. Some some of it is quite a long time before the event. That's never been done in a video game before. Where you and some of it's very close. before you started playing. And some of it's very close to when it happened. So you find out how the people in the village felt about it and how they find out more of what's going on and the sort of the you know the frightened and they don't Sorry, understand gosh, what's happening. Dragon Age Origins, uh, Mass Effect. Skyrim. Basically, every game that's come out in the last five years has done this exact same thing. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just not really. so taken and and blown away by the innovative. I'm not blown away. I'm just describing what he does. I'm just telling you what happens. I didn't say I was blown away. I'm just telling you what happens in the game. That. So anyway, the writing is very good. The, the, it's very intriguing, and the, and also what it does a very clever thing, a little bit like her story, where obviously everything's out of sync, so you're not quite sure when different parts of the story happened so you obviously sorry i actually have something that's not just jackass comments to say now um (laughs) i think i would not enjoy that so much in this setting as i did in her story because in her story that was the whole game it's just about piecing things together but with this it's piecing things together going to different parts of the town keeping track of like 20 different things and it isn't 20 no it isn't it isn't as complex as that okay well i think i'm not gonna play this because i think i would not like it no, I don't think you would like it either. All right. I don't. You know, I couldn't recommend you to play this at all because I, I agree. I don't think you would like right. it. Right. Um, You're seeing eye to eye. That's so cool. But I, I, I it's definitely not going to be my game of the year. Yeah. So it isn't. It isn't as good as that. Um. But I think it is a really very, is it, a very much you say, strong. Go on. I was going to say, would you say it's better than um, Life is Strange or Life is Strange is better than this? Currently, I would say Life is Strange is better than this, but then I would also say, I would also say that this, for, right? Okay, if we take it in comparison to Dear Esther. Okay, this is a much more coherent story. And well, that's because it doesn't involve a bird flying over a power <laughs> and then going under. I mean, of course, it's more coherent. Don't get me wrong. The last time I took <laughs> a dump was a more coherent story than Dear Esther. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, right? I took a dump at the end. There is some definite weird shit going on, and and at the end of the game, you definitely don't have all the answers. You don't know exactly what went on, uh, but you can complete the game without doing everybody's story. I've missed out two, so I am going to go back and do those. So two of the characters they didn't finish their stories, and there's a definite end when you when you finish a story, you know you've finished it. You know when you finish one of the 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 villagers' stories, you know that that it's come to an end point, um, and it's very beautiful. I've got to say the recreation of the you know the village and the outlying area is 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 quite incredible and it is massive. See, and that, see we, we but, don't we don't get we don't get treated like America does. Like America's so used to seeing sort of familiar, you know, architecture and familiar yeah um, scenery and stuff. Like I'm looking at this and I could probably drive to a a village like this in you know about fifteen minutes. And yeah. I suppose when you when all the games are set in America, you're very used to sort of like, oh, all right, yeah, that looks like that looks like where I live and stuff. Whereas we don't get that. No, oh god, no. And I think the attention to detail is 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 good to a point. It's not incredible, but it's good and to it's a set point. In Shropshire, which is like and it's set in Shropshire. Set in Shropshire, but the my biggest disappointment, if I'm being really honest, is it's set in 1984. 
And although there are some things that tell you that, you know, there's like CRT TVs and old radio sets. Are there, are there, and... Sorry, are the clocks striking 13? No, there's oh, sort of... in the USA. Uh, now, interestingly, the clocks are quite significant in the game. So there is a, there is a literary is... joke and nobody appreciates but, it. Yes. Well, whatever. <laughs> who knows what, what you're talking about after time. But <laughs> it does, what it does incredibly well, though, is that Mary Celeste feel. What? So, Mary Celeste? Who's that? Yeah, it, it was a ship that went missing. And when they discovered it, it was like they literally just disappeared. Uh, so there was no one on board, but it was like they were there 10 minutes ago. Gotcha. Uh, and it kind of does that. I mean, you you go into the the first one of the first places you can explore is a local pub, you know, like the drinking house. And you go in there, and there's like a cigarette stump still smouldering on the bar, you know what I mean? But there's nobody there, so it's it's kind of it does that quite coolly, you know. You go into these like houses, there's like meals on the table and stuff like they were there. You know, just finishing the meal when they all disappeared. Like they were zapped away. In, in yeah, and there, there is a it alludes to all that sort of stuff. You know what? I would love it if the game did that halfway through. Like just totally yeah. through it and just went down, 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 la 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 la. That would be cool. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a really cool sci-fi story. But to me, the the more personal story of the villages is what made it really good to play, and and just the setting. And the, the surrounding areas, it it just looks incredible. I mean, I must admit, there's been some nice games on the on the PS4, but this it just looks incredible. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a great looking game. The lighting's amazing. Uh, there's like a point in the game where there's a big thunderstorm, and it's 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 just lovely to behold. You know, the lightning flashing and the thunder crashing, and the it's it's great. So yeah, uh, so yeah, I did enjoy it, but I am going to go back to it because, like I say, I missed two of the the more personal stories, so I'm missing those. Um, I heard yeah. I heard that yeah. if you don't follow the path and try and yeah. veer off, nothing yeah. happens. You have to sort of follow a certain path. Not necessarily. In- no, I I did that at the beginning. So I did. I sort of because there are some stuff, things that you come across like little glowy orbs that you have to tilt the controller left and right to activate. Okay. Then there are obviously the the radios which you have to switch on. And the telephones you have to like answer, so those those are sorts of things. But then there's also just bits of story you come across where you'll just come across echoes of people talking that you don't have to activate at all. So they're just in the environment as you come across them. So you will come Doc, across Doc stuff. Wants but, to know what console is this for? Are you playing this on the PC or the PS4? It's it's a PS4 exclusive, so it's not even on PC. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, I, it's PS4, I thought it was. Nope, it's a PS4 only. So it's not on the book. There's a Walkman. Um, There's a Walkman. There is a Walkman. There's loads of little, like I say, there are little things that tell you it's 1984. Even like the little, there's a chalkboard with like, you know, beer, pie and chips for uh, £2.50 or something. You know what I mean? It's like, so there's lots of little bits. And it it is like most most little villages in our, our neck of the wood. It's got two pubs. So there are two public houses to choose from you know and the cars are pretty good you know there's like ford cortina obviously they're not called for ford cortinas they're their version but you can you can tell what cars are what you know you can tell what's a ford fiesta a transit van and all that kind of stuff um but if you like story and you don't mind you know very limited action because there is very little to do in this game apart from taking the story i guess um it's good i liked it i liked the end i liked the way it all sort of finished off uh, and it was cool. So there you go. Who knows? Mm. 
Who knows? But yeah, it's good. It's good. So I really liked it. Um, apart from that, I've played Pac-Man Two Five Six. Have you heard of this? What the? F- no. What's that? It's the. I've heard of Pac-Man. It's the new game from the developers of Crossy Road. You know, Crossy Road on iOS. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's pretty damn good. So basically, it's it's kind of... Uh, there was a very famous glitch, apparently. I didn't know this till I played this game. In, in the original Pac-Man, when you got past level 256, it all glitched and the walls of the, of the maze became like random letters and numbers and stuff. Are you talking about so it, screen? Right. Yeah, no, it wasn't a kill screen. You could still play the game, but everything just went glitchy and weird. Uh, and it's named after that game. And basically, it's it's a little bit like Crossy Road, but it's Pac-Man. So you've got to, you know, swipe left and right uh, to to sort of navigate. And it's con- the, you know, the screen's constantly coming down. Um, but you can go backwards on yourself, you know. But the screen's always coming up to get oh, you. Oh, I see. So it's like a, um, yeah, like a wall's trying to close in on you. Yeah, and, you've got to yeah. and the, the, the walls like never ending Pac-Man maze. It is. That's pretty much it, and they like the glitchy things chasing you. Um, yeah, but it's great. It's really, really good. I can definitely recommend it. You know, they they keep it's doing cool the, stuff and, on the mobile devices. It is, but it's 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 probably my least favorite kind of free-to-play game, in so much as you get so many credits, and then when you use them, you've got to wait six minutes to get more credits and. Yeah, I find that a little bit frustrating. But what are you going to do? That's how these things work when they're free to play, but they're not really free. What are you going to do? You just can't play them infinitely. Yeah, get better at it, I guess, is what you got to do. they got to get paid. you got to get paid. Uh, But it's good. They've done a really good job. It's very slick. You know what I mean? They've made it look nice, and it it just works. And you get lasers, you can see now. You know, there's a laser on the screen. And you can get get like like a free... It looks like what... Crossy Road would look like. Sorry, what Pac-Man would look like by the makers of Crossy Road? It looks exactly. Well, like they did. They actually, Crossy Road did do a Pac-Man Crossy Road, so they actually did that. Yeah. So, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, de- it's definitely worth a play. I mean, it's free to download. Give it a whirl. See what you think. So yeah, that's that's pretty good. Um, and then Chris MJW uh, <laughs> tweeted that Super Stickman Golf was free on Amazon App Store. <gasps> So I was like, oh, yeah, I've got an Android device. I can play that. Um, so, yeah, I went and got that. And it's it's pretty good. I've got to say, I'm quite impressed. If, right, Chini, you would like this game. Do you know why you would like this game? Why would Super I Stick- fucking like this? Because Stupid I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Because, you know, tossing a grenade in worms, uh-huh. it's, it's basically that. So it's right. it's basically a physics game where it, you know oh, these crazy crazy golf holes. You've got to work out how to bounce the ball off the it angles. Is. It and is all that exactly that. No, Stu's not. It's exactly like throwing a grenade in worms. It is. It is. It is, and I, I think that's why I kind of like it because that's basically what it is. So you know, I, I bet Team Seventeen are looking at this going, "Fucking hell, we had this mechanic yeah. years ago yeah. and we never did anything with it." Bollocks. Yeah, so that's all it is. It gives you direction, and you know you've got a power meter, and you basically just have to try and get it in the hole. Uh, these are the people who are mega experts at the game, by the way. This is all trick shots. On the so like yeah, so these are the people who are yeah. like the best at playing it. I thought that. I thought he's getting them very well here. <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah so this, but it's incredible. It just uses angles, so you can figure out, and then you get power ups and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I really like this game. It's very addictive. 
it's very addictive. So uh, I don't know whether it's still free. So, but if you've got an Android and you know you get the the Amazon Store, and you have to unfortunately download Amazon Store onto your device and stuff. Ugh. Um, I know, I know. Ugh. I have an opinion. I just like making that noise. I know, yeah, it's true, it's true. Uh, so yeah, it's very good. So super serious. So thank you to Chris MJW for tweeting that, and yeah, I like it. Like it. And then the last thing I've played is via Jason. <laughs> and um, basically, it's a game called The Guide. So this this definitely comes under the uh, phraseology of of weird and shit, I guess. But the, it's okay. not. It's not actually. It's very clever. It's not. Um, it's not. Uh, and he compared it to Device 6, you see. So that piqued my interest. As soon as he said it was a bit like Device 6, I'm like, oh, yeah, I love that game. Um, oh, it has... the game where I can't bring up the video because it's, like, spoilerish. Yeah. It's very spoilerish because... I, it, I have got the... an appropriate picture for yeah. this. So Sweet. Ready? Yeah. Some of, some of the early puzzles are quite simplistic, so it does it does ease you in slowly. You know, it doesn't throw it all out. Uh, but it's basically about ciphers and patterns and working out how to work out stuff. So it's it's got a it's got a bit of a feeling of mist about it. You know, and there's a little bit of that about it. Hey, and every every so yeah, every so often you uncover like a document. So there's a little bit of story stuff going on as well. Story, story, story stuff. And you do feel like. If you were like an investigator or a spy, oh yeah, which I am, yeah, trying to break into some like secret facility to find stuff out. So it's like layers of security that you're trying to break through by completing different puzzles. <laughs> nice, Chinny. Oh yeah, there you go. Perfect, <laughs> perfect. Um, so yeah, it's it's. I'm not blown away by it. I'm not finding it quite as interesting, you know, but, but you know, as device six, but they have done some interesting stuff in it. For instance, one of the puzzles involved me going onto the internet and getting a Morse code translator Ooh. to, to sort of translate something so I could work out what the puzzle was. Yeah. So there's a little <laughs> bit of that. Stop fucking believing. Yeah, and there's some binary stuff going on as well, so it has a little bit of that. And you, every time you solve one of those puzzles to begin with, it then adds the decoder into your sort of inventory, if you will. You have like a little inventory that has all your different decoders. So every time you solve the first one of those, then you get the decoder to to solve any further ones you get. Ah. So it's it's cool, it's cool, but it's hard. It is not an easy game to play. Like an ice cube. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like that's good. That's a very good. Uh, Step J says Super Stickman Two is free on the iOS. Yep. Go get it. Go get it. It's definitely worth playing. I'm gonna download it right now. Download it right now, Chini, because I think you'd like it. Uh, so yeah. So that's the guide. Uh, I'm gonna persevere. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I've I've solved quite a majority of the puzzles, but I have had to do a quick sort of look Sorry, on the internet. Sorry, I zoned out a bit. Is it- the, the guides is it a 2d game is it a 3d game is it a 4d it's, game it's not any of that it's kind of just d it's just puzzles so it's just like puzzles so there's not really you, you, what kind of puzzles yeah, like what what, puzzles. what we're talking Morse code puzzles have you not been listening uh, for yeah, is it like professor layton puzzles where i'll oh, guess how many frogs like throw up on this no. woman's hat no 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 way way awesome. more <laughs> Way more vague than that, you know. You've got to write stuff down. 
you've got to write stuff down. So, for instance, I'll tell you. Like, one Why of the simple, I write things down? One of the simple puzzles involved a letter that had certain letters highlighted in it. Okay. But they were all highlighted in different colours, and then you had to put them together to form words. So that was one of the more simpler puzzles at the beginning of the game. But then later on in the game, you have to start sort of corresponding to... For instance, as you get further into the game, uh, one of the puzzles involves letters, but there's like three arrows on the screen which indicate that you have to go three letters back in the alphabet from the letter that's showing. Oh. So it, it's quite... Yeah, they're quite brain-teasery. and brain. the, obviously My brain switched off. Yeah, so it's it's but you have a decoder for that, so that does it automatically for you. Kind of like there's an app for that, but with decoders. Play, yeah, I'm playing Stickman yeah. Golf. Yeah, there you go. Um, so it's it's all right. I'm not blown away, uh, but it's definitely worth a punt. It, it was only just like one pound twenty nine or something, so it wasn't a huge amount of money. Uh, and like I say, some of them I'm getting straight away and and seeing the pattern and going, oh yeah, that's what that is. And then others I'm like, oh, I'm not too sure what that is. You know what I mean? So it's it's a bit hit and miss on the difficulty, I feel. Yeah. I feel it does it's not like a gradual gets harder, it just seems to throw random puzzles at you. So it's like this one, oh and then we did one of these and there's this one as well. So it's kinda of like that. So there you go. And that's it. That's about everything I've played this week. Oh my goodness. Fucking hell. I know. Guys has already played this stickman golf. That's good. It's good. You like it. Um so that's it. So I think it's time. For some news. Putting news first. So, Chinny, what's what's in the news this week? What have we got? Chinny! Go there, sizzle chest! Yeah, where is he? I muted the mic, so... You can't hear me play golf. Very good. Ah, uh, 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 so close to the hole. Okay. Um, what? What were we doing? Isn't it what? News. Are we playing Fallout New Vegas? Uh, no. New Vegas is good. Yeah, it's like three. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, news. News. It's the news. Okay, Batman Arkham Knight. Uh, potential game of the year. For me. Well, if you're, if you're not playing it on a PC, that is. Well, it gives the PC people some of the fucking mount of it. They get everything else. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway. It's like, oh, we got the best console. Shut up. No one cares. Just play your games. Um, Batman Arkham Knight PC interim patch due in a few weeks. Uh, the patch is being tested now. Warner said, fuck you, bitches, and we don't care about you. Um, if all goes well, we expect to issue the patch in the next few weeks. We'll be sure to report back in two weeks uh, and how and on how the testing is going. Uh, previously, the publisher had said that the patch would be released in August. It sounded like they might miss their targets. As for what it does, Warner promised that it reduces the frame rate hitches and improves performance on the GPUs. Here are the notes. So basically, uh, reduced frame rate hitches. Basically, the developer is saying this to all PC gamers. F*** yourself. Pretty much. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, yes. So they, they're, they're going to uh, fix it, apparently. They're going to make it better. Hey, we'll did you see. like Red Dead Redemption? Uh, I was all right. Yes. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Um, the figure, uh, yeah, Red Dead Redemption has officially shipped over 14 million copies, according to Tank Two. The figure was revealed in a shareholders outreach presentation and marked a small leap from 13 million figure we last heard. This appears to refer to the game base as the Undead Nightmare seems to be included. I don't know why this is being read in 2015, but it's old well. No, why? Uh, why? No, I think I think the point they're making is that it's since they last made an announcement, it has sold another million copies, which is kind of cool, I guess. Mm. Yes. What an when was that? When was 13 million? Uh, that was in 2013, so they've sold another million copies since 2013 in the last two years. You know what? Because it's a good game. It is a good uh, game. So there you go. So well done, them. Uh, Who'd have known? While we're stalling, uh, Step Chase, has, has anybody played Brain Dots? Nope. No. Brain... Not heard no, of it. I'll have a look. Is it the same game as Dots? Because my mother loves that game. Dots. Dots. Anyway, Dots. Uh, new. More news now. Uh, Windows 10 can search for and disable pirated games. Uh, That's an update on Microsoft's end user license agreement allows Windows 10 to remotely disable counterfeit software or hardware on your computer. Um, what's that? Aflor first. No, no, um, Alpha. Change. Uh. Alpha. Um, first spotted the change which came into effect on August the 1st. Section 7B of the EULA states that Microsoft automatically check your version of the software and download software updates and configure changes, including those that prevent you from accessing the services, playing counterfeit games, or using unauthorized hardware peripheral devices like dildo extensions. I was going to say, what would be an unauthorized hardware peripheral? What would that be? Dildo extensions. Dildo extension. Would it would it be like one of these? They 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 have these like remote server things that you can attach, kind of to sort of torrent games and torrent movies and all that kind of stuff. I wonder if it means one of those. I can't think what it could be. Or I don't know. I'll we'll just know. say it's, it's one of smart, them. Whatever that is. Man, a smarter man than me knows. That's for sure. So mm. I just I don't know what those sort of unauthorized hardware would be. Game copiers? Mm. I don't know. No, I mean, the only, like I said, the only thing I can think, I know a friend of mine who used to do a lot of torrenting had this weird thing that he attached to his PC that would, like, hide all his IP address and all that sort of stuff. Well, maybe it's not. So that, yeah, must be something like that. I can't think of anything else it could be. Or, or USB dildos, or. like I said. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> that's, more that's news. definitely what it is. It's uh, definitely that. Earlier this month, uh, Sony launched its Vote to Play feature uh, in which PlayStation Plus members could vote on which game they'd like to see added as a free offering on Instant Game Collection. Now that winner has been announced as Grow Home for the PlayStation Yay! 4, as posted by SCEE Community Manager uh, Franerifa on Twitter. I don't know. Uh, Ubisoft's exploratory platformer came out ahead with 44% of people voting for it instead of the other two choices, which is uh, Armello, Armello, and and Zombie Vikings. These titles will still arrive on the PlayStation 4 with discounts available to the PlayStation Plus members. I've heard Zombie Vikings Mm -hmm. is is kind of okay, but I've not heard of the other one at all. Um, But Grow Home is great. High votes. I'm guessing if they got high votes, though, like there must be something going for them. 
Yeah, yeah, but Grow so, Home. Yeah, it's good. I watched. I played Grow. So, you know, I have. I watched I that game. Game. Yeah, it, it is a great game. You know, so, yeah. Nintendo yeah, can't beat those apples. Yeah, Nintendo. Nintendo news. Um, Nintendo has patented a home console concept uh, that does not include an optical disc drive. It may or may not be um, for the for the company's mysterious upcoming game console, codename NX, as seen on Nintendo's US patent discovered by astute NeoGAF readers. This upcoming hardware's early version didn't include such a drive. The example system is not provided with an optical disk drive for reading out a program or data on an optical disk, the patent stated. An example system includes in Furthermore, it appears that the console <laughs> might be a Nintendo console. Boring. I, I, it's interesting in so much as, like, I mean, I mean, it's no shocker, is it? I mean, at some point, no, uh, we're like, gonna... you know, you know, next week, next week we'll be here. Next week, like, it's gonna happen. What? Yeah. How do you yeah. know? We're we're gonna get mm. one. I mean, come on, it makes sense, doesn't it? Eventually, we're gonna get a discless console, and they're gonna go download your games. Prices you know? are gonna go up. Politicians are always corrupt, and things was never as good when he was young. Yeah, I mean, in it, and the, the, the age-old argument of, oh, well, what about GameStop and Game and all these places that sell discs and Fuck stuff? Em. What's going to happen to them? Well, I mean, Fuck. they'll do. I mean, they've started doing it now. You can just buy codes from them, can't you? So you can yeah. go in and buy a, a download code that's in a box. They're fighting a losing battle, man. They'll be, yeah, they'll, they'll be like blockbusters soon. Yeah, and then before you know it, they'll. It, w- it wouldn't surprise me at some point in the future there'll be a sort of PS4 or an Xbox One without a disc drive. You know, they'll bring one out, won't they? Because it reduces cost. It reduces cost. They'll go, look, you can have your PS4, and it's it's a hundred pounds cheaper because it doesn't got a disc drive. There you go. Look at that. Cheap. It's cheap. 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 But you just got to download cheap, your games. Cheap. Cheap. So it's it's gonna happen. It will happen. Um, and whether Nintendo is the first person to do it, if it's in the NX, who knows? Who knows? But it'll happen that'd be, uh, somewhere. That'd be funny if they was the first person. To well, do it. it wouldn't surprise um, me. It wouldn't surprise me. Not at all. I think it would surprise a lot of people because people see like Sony and Microsoft being the innovative ones. But then, you know, Nintendo are always sort of pushing sort of the boundaries of what a console can be. And they're the ones that take a bigger risk, I think. Like, like, yeah. The PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, they're very safe, really. You know, they're very safe consoles. Um, which is fine, you know. That's that's pretty much what I want. I didn't want a console with bells and whistles that could, you know, switch your TV on and cook your dinner and stuff. But um, uh, Nintendo are always the ones that sort of try something different. Is it different enough though? I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, it's not. I mean, I mean the, the, there's two problems, isn't there? The the first one is are people going to be pissed? Well, yeah, it's Nintendo. But are people going to be pissed that they can't buy games anymore from a shop or get discounts because you have to buy no, it off the so. store? If they you know do the I mean? store right, I mean, no one's, pissed at, no one's pissed at Valve, are they? Like, no, if they do the store right, no one cares. But it's it's just, my problem is it's Nintendo, who, I love Nintendo, but they have not got a great track record in no. uh, online sort of systems, digital retail, um, you know, like clarity amongst other people online. Things like that, they've never been forward-thinking in that way, but they have been forward-thinking in sort of how to change sort of what a console is and, and how 
um, to get new people into involved with gaming. So, you know, they're great in some ways, but in others, not so much. But and then, and then the other the other potential yeah. issue is that. Sorry, what was that? Oh, for Duke ho. said something. No. Nope. Oh, hey ho, hey hey ho. Uh, yeah, and then the other potential issue is people are going to be going, ah, but all their other consoles are backwards compatible. I ain't going to be able to play any of my old games on that one. You know what I mean? So there is that old people. Nut. Am I right? See, my 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 friend Matt Weston from the Matt Weston reviews. You know Matt Weston? I do, I do, I know him well. Yeah. Um, he he's in the the Twitch chat, and he always goes on about a console-less future where like you just have a TV and it has a console in it. Yeah, it's gonna happen. That is gonna happen as well. No, I don't think it will because there's always gonna be. Well, you ain't just put, there's always competition. There's always like a thing you gotta buy. No, it'll be actually. Yeah. It'll be like Netflix. You don't. That's have to PlayStation have now, yeah. baby. That's what it is. You don't have to have a. DVD. Yeah, it'll be on the cloud, would it? It'll be on the cloud. It won't yeah. even be in the TV. Yeah. Just like subscribe. Yeah, yeah. Just be on like the cloud. Like and that. the other thing you've got to remember is a lot of TVs are now coming with Android built in. So there's some TVs what, getting Android built into them. What I'm saying though, there's always competition, isn't there? Like there know, is. Netflix is always there's always somebody else rivaling it. So it's never just as simple as like there's going to be one thing and that's it. There's always like two people going at it or three people going at it fighting for the for, for the marketplace on live baby well, it was a yeah, future yeah. too soon it was a future too soon so, yeah 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 uh more so news uh yeah more news yeah. uh the lawsuit between gearbox 3d realms and interceptor entertainment regarding ownership of duke nukem property is officially over uh with yeah. all parties coming to the conclusion that duke nukem sucks and no one fucking cares I know. I'm just like, I'm like, who cares? Like, would you want to even admit to owning it as an IP? Oh yeah, we no, we own. It. No, you own it. No, you own it. No, you own yeah. it. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But seriously, now the, the terms of said settlement have not been disclosed. Although it's apparent <laughs> uh, that Gearbox has emerged uh, as the full and rightful owner of the Duke Nukem franchise. I won't go into it, but they own it. God, I bet they're excited. Jesus Christ, more shit and Duke Nukem I bet, I bet they're all like, oh, shit, what did we do last night? I got so drunk. I think, Randy, I think you bought Duke Nukem. Oh, fuck! <laughs> yeah. No! Brilliant. Uh, I'm just like, what a... Just like, who cares? Dude, I mean, let's be honest, right? Does anybody here want another Duke Nukem game? Are you, would you be... Like, anybody like, fucking gives a shit. Excited? No. Nope. Exactly. It's like, no one give, no one would care. And, like, I'm not being funny, but with Gearbox's track record of recent years, it, it makes you even less optimistic, doesn't it, if they did another one? It's just like, oh, yeah, right. It was just another money grab and it'll be shit. So, yeah. Uh, get lost, man. Keep uh, it. This, I don't know what I'm going to read now, so, uh, but this news seems disturbing uh boston police have arrested two pokemon world championship players after discovering their car was full of illegally owned guns and ammunition uh the events uh, private security team were tipped off by pokemon fans who spotted online boasts of kevin norton 18 and james stumbo 27 uh regarding their arms hall the pair were denied entry to the event by its pro- uh, private security staff who uh, then contacted Boston police. Fox News Boston reported, uh, that's, that's what they reported, uh, Norton and Stumbo, 
Uh, while Lighter arrested in their hotel after t- detectives discovered two guns and several hundred rounds of ammunition in their vehicle. A 12-gauge shotgun and AR-15 assault rifle were among some of the weapons seized, along with a hunting knife and all which were obtained without a license. Tut, tut, both men were charged with unlawfully possession of a firearm, unlawful possession of ammunition, and other firearm offences. Norton and Stumbo, sounds like a uh, comedy act, Norton and Stumbo, uh, both from Iowa, uh, had met online via a Facebook group named Mayhem Pokemon Crew. Uh, great. Uh, the duo had driven uh, together to Boston Pokemon World Championships event and had posted photos of both the vehicle and their weapon stash uh, to Facebook before settling off. The Pokemon company alerted uh, events that not the smartest people in the world. Uh, let's let's put this on Facebook. It's going to be hilarious. Uh, of course they're going to get caught. Um. Yeah, I, when I think That's... Pokemon crew, I don't think um, those people are going to bring guns. You know, they really get passionate about their Pikachu over there. You know, they they get they get pissed off. Um, I just I just find this yeah. incredible. I mean, it, you know, no offense to you, Duke. Right, and I know you live in America about, and all that about stuff. About Americans. But this this couldn't happen probably anywhere else in the world. You know what I mean? This you know two very young men. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you tried hard enough in the UK or any other European country for that matter, you could probably eventually get a hold of a gun. But it wouldn't. It, it couldn't possibly be as easy. Do you know what I mean? It's like we got freedom. We got freedom. That's your problem. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Where did they, where did they get these yeah. from? Where did he get the guns from and stuff? Where did he get them? From the internet. Who cares? Freedom! (laughs) Freedom! But, I mean, what were they planning to do? I mean, were these two guys planning to shoot? That's what what I like. Were they just sort of... I think they were sort of showboasting, weren't they? They were just saying, we got guns. Who needs a thing to do? Just have them. You know what I mean? What would he do? If we lose, we've got to shoot shit up because we lost. We'll show them. They can be badasses among the Pokemon crew. No one's going to mess with them because they're the coolest people there. I mean, I'm not being funny. is why. There's a picture of these two guys, and one of them, he he looks like he couldn't punch his way out of a paper bag, let alone go around shooting loads of people. I don't know. Well, to be fair, you don't. And the other one looks muscular, like he couldn't stand up and fell over. Build sh- no, he couldn't. The other one looks like he couldn't. He couldn't. He's he's a big guy. You know what I mean? This is a big guy. He couldn't exactly be inconspicuous. What do you want? What are you gonna do? I don't know. I just find it weird that yes. people do shit like that. It's oh, like, what is that all about? God, could be worse. He could have had Pokemon illustrated guns, couldn't he? I guess you know what I mean. Uh, why would that be worse? <laughs> Well, it's like, because they have, don't they, for kids, they have, like, you know, kids' guns, don't they, with, like, cartoon characters on and shit like that. And yeah, it's like, hey, it's a gun. Freedom. What do you mean? It's a gun. Dad. For kids. Yeah. A real gun. guns. What if someone tries to take your milk money? You got to shoot them. <laughs> exactly. Bam. Bam. In the head. <laughs> That'll teach ugly. you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's end up on the, on the high note now. Uh, a girl was bullied for liking Star Wars and was helped out in the best way. Layla uh, was being teased at school in Virginia for wearing an R2-D2 jacket and a Guardians of the Galaxy shirt. Uh, after hearing about this, uh, the local uh, chapter of the 
first legion yeah. garrison Taranus? Whatever the hell that is. They're a bunch of nerds, basically. Star Wars nerds. Yeah, they pretend okay. they're actual fine. Right. That's fine. stormtroopers. Ga- yep. All right, yeah. Garrison uh, decided to step in and help out by issuing her uh, a set of stormtrooper armor. Nice. Um, uh, this happened a couple of times over the years. Back in 2010, a girl named uh, Katie Goldman faced much the same thing. Members of the, the Legion around the world decided to step in and help sourcing a scaled-down uh, Stormtrooper costume and presented it to her. Uh, the suit had been passed along in an awesome uh, sort of sisterhood of the travelling armour. In 2014, uh, Katie passed the suit along to another girl, Alison, who had been bullied and attacked for liking Star Wars and Spider-Man. Uh, well, if it was the Spider-Man films, then then that's just awful. But if, yeah, if it was a newer one, you should, no one should like the Spider-Man film. Uh, yeah, that's shit, but you know, just, Spider-Man's cool. Uh, now that armor has been passed along to Layla, who then had something really special happen. Uh, taking it one step further, Layla became uh, the next recipient. Recip- easy for me to say. The next fucking person uh, <laughs> to get customs to super armor. Uh, originally built for another girl, Katie Goldman, who was in a similar situation. After suiting up, Layla was whisked away to meet Will Weird Al Yankovic yeah. at a local concert where the 501st members were participating on stage. Layla, Allison, and Katie's treatment is nothing short of horrific. Uh, as Anna Lee noted back in 2010, this wasn't nerd hating. Uh, this was a girl being targeted uh, because people believe that stories like Star Wars aren't things that girls should like. Uh, that is still happening. Uh, but this is still happening isn't the takeaway that should be pulled from this. However, the takeaway here is that despite the instances of bullying, there's a larger community of people who are willing to lend a hand of support, whether that's international uh, costume group or just some other fans willing to point out that Star Wars isn't just for boys. That's right. Bam. And the, and the, the suits being passed girl to girl is just awesome. Each one learns that they're not alone in what they enjoy. Bye-bye. There you go. Look, there is nothing wrong with liking Star Wars. I mean, I'm... I'm girls liking Star Wars. That's the key here, because these are a bunch of guys who are like, Ugh. and we see it everywhere. Uh, guys always have this attitude that like, oh, you're not a real fan of that. I got it when I was a kid. And it wasn't because I was a girl, because I'm not, but... It was, are you sure? Yeah, this, I had a, a shirt from a band called Corrosion Conformity, and this guy was like, you don't like them, you just like their name. And I was like, dude, I was attracted by their name first, but I like their music. He's like, take that off, you don't deserve to wear that. I'm like that's a totally stupid idea that some people deserve to be a fan of something. Some people deserve to wear shirts about things and other people don't. That whole thing needs to just go away. All right. If you find someone who loves something you love, be happy. That's a good thing. What's wrong with you people? Yeah. It's, I'd, I'd, I'd love there to be a world world that, you know, where that happens. Yeah, let's you, make it. Let's make that world then. It is sadly you can't, can you? Well, we start with ourselves. Let's make, Let's say we insist that people f- feel that way. I'd I'd love that to be true again, but teenagers can be pretty nasty. Well, not if we don't let them. How do you stop them? Uh, in my classroom, I say, ah, oh, there ain't going to be none of that. That's nonsense, yeah, but, and it's ignorant. But, but you're not always in your classroom, are you? I know I don't have total and that, everywhere, but you, in, yeah. you lift the consciousness of one person. They lift the consciousness of another person. Each one teach one. If we want a better world, we have to start with where we're at. I, look, again, I know, look, I'm I, not chastising you. I'm saying, like, I, I know, know you've raised Millie to be strong and say, you yeah. know what? I like playing video games, and if it's nothing suits you, you can go jump in a lake. 
I'm saying everybody needs to have that attitude and everybody needs to tell their sons and the boys in their life, look, it's 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 a fool's errand to say I'm an authentic nerd, that person's not, and because it's a girl, our clubhouse is no girls allowed. That's stupid. It is. No, I absolutely agree with you, but it's a hard thing to change in the world because on this it... all male podcast, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. No, they're safe now. Shut up and let the men talk. And sadly, bullies bully people for all sorts of reasons, not just because they'd like something that they're not supposed to. So it's a sad old world, but it happens. I mean, luckily, luckily for Millie in the school she goes to, there's, there seems to be very little bullying goes on, so that's good. But it's not like that everywhere, unfortunately. That's true. You know, unfortunately, there's a lot of bullying goes on. So there you go. Well, thank you, Chinny, for doing the news. Uh, and we have we have got some emails, so let's do those. Go ahead, do them. Okay, here we go. Uh, the first one is from a new. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's a new emailer into the show. I don't remember the name. I could be hey, wrong. Uh, but it's from uh, Ben. And I hate to try and announce his surname, but Ben Lembecki. I think is how it's pronounced. So I could be wrong anyway. So apologies if I'm wrong. Um, but anyway, he says, uh, "Dear Duke, Stew and Chinny." Hello. Hello. Uh, oh, by the way, his title is Duke's Addiction to Rust. Should have said that. Duke's Addiction to Rust. He says, uh, on last week's episode, which is not last week, but the week before, he said, on last week's episode, uh, Duke yeah. talks about how much he loves Rust. And even though he has other things to play, he finds himself just wanting to play more Rust. Uh, to which Stu replied, why would you rather spend hours chopping wood as opposed to playing a game like The Witcher with an excellent uh, in-depth story? See, that's true. It's true. Um Anyway, he says, I find myself in the same scenario, thinking I should be playing The Witcher or Dragon Age in Quickie Week or similar games, but end up spending my gaming hours endlessly mining in Minecraft or cleaning levels in Diablo 3. And I believe it's because those games are easy to zone out in when having to pay your full attention to the story. Yep. There's something that draws me to the rewarding feeling you get from grinding away in a zoned-out, zen-like state in these types of games that you just can't get from the more story-intensive or action-driven game. Is this true for you, Duke? Is this what you say? And that dovetails with the zen concept of carrying water and chopping wood because those are mindful activities. You do them, you are in that moment, and it's not about you know, amassing wood or having water for later on, although sometimes you need those things. It's about being in the moment. You can do that when you're doing anything, sweeping stuff or washing dishes or walking, and it's good to be mindful. And I think that plays into it for me, and I hope it does for other people as well. So there you go, you see. There you go. I must be missing out on something somewhere along the way. Anyway, he says, and for whatever reason... I find myself feeling guilty that instead of pumping more hours into a game that I already have hundreds of hours invested in, I should instead be broadening my horizons with all the other interesting, rewarding games that are out there. I mean, do you ever feel like that, Duke? Mm, Kind of. But you know what? We should do the things that make us happy. And, you know, sometimes achieving uh, the end of a big, massive game makes us happy. Sometimes having a low-stress, you know, experience chopping wood makes us happy. So do what makes you happy and stop worrying about what everyone else wants. 
Exactly. There you go. Some good advice there. Uh, he says, anyway, I guess in the end, video games are supposed to be fun and not feel like a chore. So my advice to Duke is just keep on chopping wood if that's what you are in the mood for. Yeah. The Witcher and all those other games will still be there if you're ever in the mood for a more in-depth gameplay. Damn right. Damn straight. Uh, also, I'm writing this. I'm realizing it was two weeks ago for you guys. I am a Thursday listener and it's Tuesday. Uh, that I'm writing this insert chinny rant about the episodes not going up till Thursday. Well, sometimes they do. You know what I mean? They don't, all, they don't always go up on a Thursday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. You're making a joke uh, about how he did. Uh, exactly. See, he says it was chinny. Chinny rant. Anyway, he says, love the show. Chew. Keep up the good work. Chew. Yeah, what? Bah, 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 bah. Fuck off. <laughs> anyway, he says, love the show. Keep up the good work, guys. Uh, Beyondin, Beyondin. There you go. Cool name. Uh, P.S. Are any of you watching Mr. Beyondin? Any of you watching Mr. Robot? No, but I've heard about it. I've heard it's meant to be cool. Mr. Robot. Uh, If the answer is no, start watching it. Some of the best TV that's been made. And this is a big claim. I've got to say, I'm moving in a little bit here. Big claim coming Uh right up now. Since Breaking Bad. (gasps) Ah, Don't do it. It's quite a claim. It's quite a claim. That's quite a claim. Uh, thank you for that. Anyway, we have got one off Jason. And he says this. Uh, this is detective has a dragon's lure of a heart. This detective has a dragon's lure of a heart. I always feel like it's some sort. Do you ever watch 8 out of 10 does countdown, Ginny? Have you ever seen that? Um, no, again, no, no, no. I always feel like, you know, when he gives the, you know, they have like a, an anagram that they go into the break with. And then he gives a clue to the anagram. I always feel like his titles of emails are a bit like that. Mm. Anyway, he says this. He says, uh, hey, video game lovers, stop cheating. Stick to good games. Those dirty bad games are no good for you. I am loving Batman, Sherlock and Contradiction. You see, her story, Device 6, L.A. Noir, and those types of mystery games are dear to me. I'm even thinking of hitting the purchase button on that murdered soul suspect flash sale. <sighs> yeah, Chini didn't like that much, uh, did you? No. Uh, uh, no, don't do, uh, that. Don't, do that. don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, why is Stu more and more losing his taste in video games? What? What is? What does that even mean? I completed the so good-looking Alien Isolation. It was incredible. Love that game. Also, Stu, Dragon Age fine has put me to sleep. Fine developers. Fine developers. Yeah, fine developers. Also, Stu, Dragon Age has put me to sleep on several occasions. I am sure Witcher is the best game ever. I reviewed The Witcher 2. It was effing incredible when it came out. But I'm not as hardcore with my gaming time as y'all. Uh, yeah, I, I guess that's true. Uh, excited for Life is Strange as well. But, Stu, are you losing your mojo just a little bit? You should go back to Batman, Alien, and L.A. Noir. Do no, you see now, right? Batman, I'm still playing. By the way, I never mentioned that, but I am still making my way through Batman, so I'm enjoying that. And, I, and I've started seeing Chinny in the game. By the way, have I mentioned this? I, I believe Chinny is in Batman because of these frigging baddies that are controlling drones that electrocute you. No, oh, I see because drones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you have to take them out first, so the drone sort of crashes or whatever and i've just got the uh, level up that allows me to hack the drone so that's kind of fun and you can turn it on them 
So that's cool. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I am I am enjoying Batman a lot, by the way. I'm still playing through that, and I do enjoy it. Uh, L.A. Noir. Uh, L.A. Noir, come on, man. That wasn't a great Finish game. Finish it. Right. Great game. I finished, I finished L.A. Noir. Volume I finished it. Finish it again. I don't want to finish it again. It was crap. No, it wasn't crap. That's no, actually... The game, was, that's the game was phenomenal. It was the best game ever made. It's very mental. flawed. It was a flawed game. It wasn't great. Your mum. Uh, Anyway, he says, quit being a baby. Finish the novelist, too, you big numb tea. Uh, yeah, I'm, I might get around. I did like the novelist, what I played of it. It was good. Uh, speaking of Mojo, that podcast just called it quits. Did you know that? Is that true? Mojo no, Interactive has called it quits. Jesus Christ, I didn't know they'd done that. Uh, if you guys do that, I will vomit and diarrhea all at the same time. Do you know, I have, a, I have this joke. Uh, with my wife. Yeah, you my better wife. just keep that to yourself. Yeah. I don't like where this is going. No, I have this joke. No, it's nothing to do with vomiting and diarrhea. But okay. I have this joke with my wife that if you if you fart and burp at the exact same time, you die. <laughs> because we used to say that when we were kids. <laughs> we were like, don't fart and burp at the same time, yeah. you'll die. <laughs> so, so I have this joke. It just reminded <laughs> me of that. Have you ever heard that before? Uh, <laughs> just... uh, no. Have you ever have you ever sneezed and farted at the same time? I've done that. No, I can't say as I have. And 30 Rock, they I've done that, yeah. start. And I always worry, I right? Here's the, thing. Here's the thing, though. I always worry when I sneeze when I'm driving because you have to shut your eyes, don't you? You can't yeah. not shut your no, eyes. Yeah, and I, I get hay fever a lot as well. So like, I'm not, any, if I crash, I'm just going to sneeze. Fuck yeah. I'm, like, I'm thinking, shit, sneezing in a car is not safe because you shut your eyes for Very that dangerous. second you could crash. Yeah, it but is. Like, when you have a sneeze attack, I'm like, oh, yes, fuck, please no one be in front of me. <laughs> yeah it is it's true it's true but anyway there's a bit of advice uh don't fart and burp at the same time you will die how did we go it's... from mojo cancelling the show from sneezing <laughs> because he said he said if we ever called it quits he would vomit and diarrhea at the same time <laughs> so there you go so long that, they've been going longer than us haven't they Not uh i don't know whether they have i don't know whether they have we we were very early no, they in have. the pod and stuff but they've I been going they a long have. time because they were called, they were weren't they called something else before Mojo? They had another name, didn't uh, they? Three Sixty Gamercast, I think it was. Well, see, it, it definitely was another name. I remember that. But God, I'm I'm kind of shocked. Was, anyway, I think it was Three Sixty Gamercast. Anyway, all that said, my favorite game this year is King's Quest. Yeah, I keep you know I keep looking at that. And also, by the way. By the way, you know, until dawn, the what was you know originally this horror game that was meant to be move and all, and we played a bit of it at EGX last year. You remember this? Uh, say again. Say that again. Like slasher horror game until dawn. It was meant to be coming out on PS3 oh, yeah. as a only title, and the main guy, the main guy in Mr. Robot, is in Until Dawn. There you go. There you go. Anyway, okay. that all being said, Until Dawn, uh, the reviews are out. You know, because it comes out tomorrow. And they're not half bad. They're not half bad. It's getting like, it's about like 77, mid 70s, 78. Um, but apparently it's, if, if you take it for what it is, you know, it's just a bit of a crazy game, um, you know, and then sort of very schlocky horror game, then you'll you'll enjoy it. So And it's very heavy rain issue, so you'll love that. Oh boy, where do I sign up? I bet you can't wait. Uh, so I might, I might give it a whirl, but I'm not going to buy it full price. I might wait till it, you know, when it goes on a bit budget. I might, I might pick that up because it looks pretty good. And we should also mention, before I carry on, should also mention uh, that the reviews are out for Metal Gear Solid Five. by the way. Metal Gear. Which is Somebody interesting. Was, Epic, Scott, Epic Scotsman kept on banging on about that. Oh, yeah. It's it. but we'll tell it when we want to tell it. 
jizzing, yeah. He's jizzing. We'll tell. Uh, but yeah, the, the reviews are out, which is which is interesting because it doesn't actually release till the first of September. So that's a brave move, you know, to let reviews go out that you know that far ahead of the game release. Yeah, well, it's obviously a sign of like, yeah, the game's probably good. It probably is. I mean, it's averaging less. Let I think the last time I looked at it, it had seventeen reviews on um, on the old Metacritic, and it was on ninety. You, you know what I learned when I play play Ground Zeroes? What did you play? What did you learn? Fuck that shit. You said you might quite like to play it, you liar. I know. I know. My, my least favourite moments of that game is the cutscenes, the start and end. Um, so I've got a feeling that the game is going to be real with those. That oh, shit's it'll have loads of cutscenes. But apparently it's the uh, most... There's a bomb in her vagina. There's a bomb in her vagina. <laughs> it's, it is open world, which is obviously something that... I'm not, never I'm not being before. facetious. That Duke, I'm not like being like, oh, disgusting or anything. That is actually... There's what, nobody what? would make a game that stupid. Uh, anyway, exactly. it's got 96, so it can't be half bad. It can't be half bad. It's only two points off GTA 5. So there you go. So it can't be that bad. Uh, anyway, anyway, he carries on. King's Quest, I will mention some dialogue and backtracking are a bit annoying and the puzzles are simple, but overall the charm has won me over and it promises to be more to come. Uh, we can't wait to play more. Uh, start of a new gaming tradition. Uh, Duke, the bull sits upon your monitor as you play Skyrim and Chin. Uh, get the sleuthing. Uh, there is a telescope sitting in Sherlock's window that begs you to enjoy. Uh, yeah, yeah, you've not got around to playing that yet, have you? The the new Sherlock game. Sherlock's that, Sherlock's yeah. uh, what's it called? Yeah, crime, is it crimes and crimes and punishment? Crimes and punishment. No, I haven't watched that. Uh, no, sorry, watched uh, played. No, not you, played that. You, you probably like it. You're probably gonna like it. Anyway, yeah. uh, that's from Jason. <laughs> so there you go. Thank you very much. Uh, and Derek signs true to his word has sent us uh, more back-of-the-box quotes. So I'm going to do what Chini did last week, because obviously, you know, we've got to do it. So here we go. So here's the first one. Okay, here we go. Uh, He said, as before, I will use the word vodka in place of any clue words, and the follow-up will be an answers email later today, hopefully during the show itself, which has arrived, so we have got the answers. Uh, Let the head-scratching begin. He said that you are Nigel, professional treasure hunter, Assisted by your friend Friday, you travel to uh, Makata Island in search of a legendary treasure. What you find are tricks and traps, dungeons and riddles, and a whole new dimension in the world of role-playing games. Uh, what? What the hell is that? I have no idea. I can't say as I have one, so... Monkey Island? Far Cry 3? I don't know what games are on islands. I don't know, I'm trying to know, it's an RPG. Right. An RPG. I have no idea. Friend found it. Any ideas, Ginny? Um, I, I want to confess something here. Yeah, you weren't listening. I, I, I wasn't listening. Uh, okay, just a minute. Oh, no, I can't get back to it now. Hold up. Hold up a minute. Hold up. Hold up a minute. Oh, shit, still not long enough. Yeah. Hold up, hold up, um, here we go. Alright, there we go. I'll just read it out again for you. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, 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 bye. Are you listening? Whoa, whoa, shh, shh. Right, listen, listen. Here we go. You are Nigel, professional treasure hunter, assisted by your friend Friday. 
You travel to Makato Island in search of a legendary treasure. What you find are tricks and traps, dungeons and riddles, and a whole new dimension in the world of role-playing games. Don't know. No idea. Right, okay. Here we go. Are you ready? This is the answer. The answer to that is... I've never even heard this. Landstalker, the treasure of King Noel. And it was on the Mega Drive, apparently. Mm. Uh. Never heard of it. So there you go. Thank you for that one. We never heard of that one. Right, here we go. Here's number two. Here's number two. I don't think these are going to be as well known. Here we go. Uh, in the legend of the Orkney Islands, you are Vodka Vodka, a sardonic and opportunistic vodka and adventurer driven by carnal rather than noble pursuits. Uh, forget your quest to save the world. You are interested in just two things, coin and cleavage. What the what the hell is Leisure Suit Larry? It does sound like Leisure Suit Larry. That's what I thought. You got me. You got me too. And Chinny, any ideas? It's set in the Orkney Islands, so it's a British game, presumably. You know, it's like in the Orkneys. No idea. No clue, right? Okay, let's have a see what. Let's see what it was. Here we go. Are you ready? This one was the 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 Bard's Tale. On the original Xbox. Uh, we should make a rule that it has to be no earlier than like last year or something. Yeah, I'm guessing these are quite old games. Uh, right, mm-hmm. here we go. Number three. Uh, we're only doing five, same as you last week. So we'll do five more next week if we, if we can be bothered. So there you go. Uh, here we go. The journey of a lifetime. A member of an elite military team. Squall is forced into a conflict beyond his imagination. To survive, he must contend with a desperate rival, a powerful sorceress, and his own mysterious dreams. Any any ideas? Mysterious mm. dreams. Mm. Mysterious dreams? Dreams? What is that? Read it again. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Are you listening closely? Yeah, I'm listening. Here we go. The journey of a lifetime, a member of an elite military team. Squall is forced into a conflict beyond the imagination. To survive, he must contend with a desperate rival, a powerful sorceress, and his own mysterious dreams. Squall. Fuck Squall. Does that sound like like Final Fantasy IX or something? Yeah, it does sound a bit weird, doesn't it? Uh, What is it? I don't know. Uh, Chini, you give up? What is it? What is it? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, Oh, Duke. What? Final Fantasy VIII. Close enough, I win. You win. You win. Close enough. I'll give you that one, Duke. We'll let you you have that one. And then there's two more. Here we go. We'll just do two more. Uh, Okay. Uh, I've seen the answer for this, so I can't play in this. Keep going. This is a... This is a well-known game, so one of you might get this. Uh, step into an animated role-playing masterpiece, experience a magical journey of a young boy named Oliver who enters a beautiful and dangerous parallel world in an attempt to save his mother. Oliver Sudden? <laughs> no. Oliver I know Chris. a listener. I know a listener who will definitely know what this game is. Go ahead, listener, tell us. Shall I, shall I tell you which listener it is? Sure. And then that might give you a clue. The listener who will definitely know what this game is is Chris MJW. Ah, that doesn't help. He played countless hours of this game and was constantly going on about how cool it was. Skyrim? No. <laughs> Final Fantasy Animated role-playing masterpiece. Animated. Who 
who would you consider that Chris MJW would consider the best animators in the world? Oh, um, Nino Cooney. Correct. Well done, dude. <laughs> I should have got that earlier. You should have got that. Anyway, the final one is this. Who will you become? Uh, beginning as a penniless street urchin, your destiny is to become Vodka's greatest hero. I know this without even looking. Uh, but will your power lie in the kindness or cruelty? Choose your own path to glory and experience how those unique choices change you and the world forever. A new life, a unique, unique adventure every time you play this great game with unique choices. I think it's Fable 2. I haven't looked, actually, but I'm guessing that's what it is. Duke, yeah, would you agree? Whatever. It's got to be yeah, one of the Fable games, I'm guessing. Here we go. Let's have a look. Fable 2 it is. Well uh, done. Oh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. I was doing a bit of a Peter Molyneux impression. I knew who it was. Yeah. I, anyway. I thought you knew, and you were doing a Peter Molyneux impression. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's not a Peter Molyneux game. No, I hadn't cool. looked. I hadn't looked at that, so I hadn't seen the answer for that oh, one. Okay. But it was fairly, that was quite okay. an obvious one, though, wasn't it? It was just like it was like Peter Molyneux was speaking on the back of the box. <laughs> That's basically what that was. Mm. Uh, so thank you, Derek, and we will uh, we'll do the rest of these next week. He says we said that a bit last time last week. By the way, I know, we did I know. Five. We did the last I part. know. Well, we'll do we will do five more next week. So thank you very much for that. She, uh, uh, and that's kind of it. You have to need to do some shout outs and get the hell out of here. So we'll come over to you first. Duke. It's time for a shout out. Hey! I will shout out hey. Chris MJW for knowing Nino Cooney. And I will shout out GH Rocker because he sent me a thing on the Twitter. And Jason Gallagher sent me uh, a thing about, well, they're making jokes about Verbal Rob and. It's starting to border on an obsession, I know. Um, Teflon uh, really enjoyed the Flophouse podcast, so I'm glad he liked that. Uh, yeah, G.H. Rocker sent me the Battlestar Galactica robots versus the gay robots from Star Wars. Um, yeah, Stuart Wellington <laughs> liked my uh, reference to uh, Cthulhu and uh, Lovecraft pornography. And yeah, um, everybody who's listening, thank you for listening and being part of our group here. Yay! Yay! Uh, well, I'm going. I'm going to do the next one. I'm going to shout out you guys. You know, for doing a great show last week, and obviously, especially what, what, uh, Richard what? Richard Webster uh, for filling filling my shoes. Uh, but I do have to take some exception to Richard Webster. Oh. Okay. Okay. Oh, it's- and the reason the reason being, I feel like is a bit of an honorary American. Okay. Yeah. Because whilst listening to the show, he referred to the fire brigade, which is what we call it in the UK, uh, as the fire department. No, no, no. It's the fire brigade. And then later in the show, instead of saying herbs, which is what it is, herbs, he said herbs. He was copying. He was doing an herb. It's not an herb. It's a herb. So Why does go. it matter? Because it matters. Because he's not an American. What's he going to be doing next? Taking out the trash can? Walking on the sidewalk, opening his trunk or his hood. What's he going to be doing next? You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know what you're saying. I don't care either. So there you go. Uh, but apart from that, yes, thank you for filling in. Uh, it was very much appreciated. Uh, and I think that's it. I can't think of anything else. Uh, is anyone else want to shout out? I don't know. I'll think about it. Mm. If there's someone else, I'll come back to it. But I'll move over to Chini in the meantime. Chini! 
Um, I will shout out um, uh, Ball Bag. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ball Bag said um, that Rollercoaster Tycoon 3 is on the App Store because he knows that I like Rollercoaster Tycoon. So I've already got it on Steam. Might as well fucking buy it for a different platform and not play it. So thank you, Ball Bag. I know, just uh, do it. Barcelorum. 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 What? Um, that's the name. Barcelorum. Uh, so, okay. message me. Remember, what I, I said, hey, if you want to add me on Xbox Live, my gamer tag is chinchini. C-H-I-N-C-H-I-N-N-Y. Add me. But if you do add me, send me a little message to say, I listen to that stu- stupid shit show that you do every week. That's and then true. I know it's that true. you're not some fucking crazy person from Twitch or something. Um, and he did. He said, I listen to the podcast. And Stu is a prick. And Duke is oh. all over America. Yes. He said, oh, yeah. No, he didn't say that. He said that Stu's going to rip you a new one because you posted the, the show like hey. And That's uh, true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, he's yeah. a listener and, he, and he, 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 he likes us and stuff. So what 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 to him? Thank you for uh, Thank messaging you. and stuff. Uh, oh, there was somebody else. There was somebody else as well. Uh, uh, Dan. Gotterdan messaged me saying... Uh, listening to your fine ass podcast sorry a fine podcast as I write this and I said you're a man with good taste so shout out to him what 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 uh, actually I have got another shout out I have got one just a minute let me find it I've got to find it now, now. is it God I'm finding it I'm finding it just a minute just a minute, just a minute, just a minute, just a minute. here we go no it's got a Dan as well how weird is that how Bam. Weird is oh is he cheating on me Dan. what a bastard no no on uh, August the 21st, which was a Friday, he put, where's the podcast on Twitch? Uh, not on, yeah, well, not on Twitch, on Twitter. He went, where's the podcast? Where's the podcast? That's why he asked. Sorry, Dan. And I replied, look, I go away for a week on holiday. This is what happens. There you go. Oh, dear, it's mm. gone quiet now. <laughs> what can we say? You're nothing. Man, you're great. You're wonderful. I'm you're great. Just going. I'm Love wonderful. You. I love me. Everybody loves me. Uh, yes. Is that it? Are we all done? Yes, we're, we're done. done. We're done. Hooray! Yay. We're all done. Yay. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. Fuck yourself. <laughs> Thank you, Gadam. Much love. Why <laughs> Ah, there you go. It's good to be back, guys. It was good to be back. It's good to have you back. I know. You don't mean that. Of course I mean that. Jesus. Oh, how I love you. How I love you, Jesus. You heard how much we were talking. That's brilliant. So anyway, Duke. Duke, I hate to be a downer and everything. Yeah, be a downer. I hate to be a downer. Uh, when do you go back to school, man? How long you got left? Oh, I went back today. 
to Jesus. open up the room. Tomorrow is our pep rally to get the teachers fired up. And then we have data retreats in the afternoon. And then the students come back next Tuesday. And I'll be setting my room up between now and then. I'm excited. I love a new year. So did, did you finish early today then? Well, I just went in to sort of get an assessment of where we're at, what's going on in the room, what I need to do. And I did that. It only took uh, about an hour. So, so what? What's your preparation? Do you do you have new wall decorations and all that kind oh, of stuff? Well, I mean, they had to move stuff around, so I have to put stuff back where it was. I need to get my cards ready for when the students come in on the first day, because that's how I do my assigned seating. I have cards with authors' names on them on the table, and then I hand them a matching card when they walk in, and they have to find the author's name, and then we can talk about those authors and stuff. And that's what causes yeah. me to have the anxiety dream every year. Because I have this dream where they're coming in and I don't have the cards ready. And I'm like, wait, wait, you can't come in yet. Uh, do you have George R.R. R. Martin on there? I yeah, not. No. I, Why? What's up with him? He's a popular writer. What's the matter with you? I have to have a combination of uh, classic writers from the canon. Shakespeare. Um, you know, Shakespeare. Edgar Allan Poe. Shakespeare. Dickinson. Shakespeare. I have to have people that the students know. So I have um, Dave Pilkey, and then I have um, Stephen King, you know, popular writers like that. And then I have writers that they ought to know, but nobody knows. So well, I like E.L. James. Stanislaw Lem and um, Philip K. Dick. What about Vanilla Rice? I yeah, what about Vanilla Rice? On there, because he's a fraud and an asshole. And I- ice, ice, baby. <laughs> um by the way, I was watching, talking, and like, I mentioned 8 out of 10 cats does countdown earlier. Uh, they had a guy on there, and he read an excerpt from Fifty Shades of Grey. Ugh. And, but it was quite funny, because he replaced the sort of the naughty words uh, <laughs> with, with train stations in the UK. So that was, it was kind of funny. Mm. It was kind of good. It was good. It was very clever. Okay. Very clever. And that book's okay. shit. Well, duh. Duh. Uh, duh. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. You guys are crazy. Right. Was a fantastic piece of literature. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh. Who is it? There was someone who a Shakespearean actor read it, didn't he? I can't remember who that was. I liked now. when Gilbert Gottfried read it because that was awesome. That might have been him. Was he a Shakespearean <laughs> Shakespeare actor? Yeah, he's no. Shakespearean actor. I love That's the idea of Gilbert doing Shakespeare. I love the idea of him doing Shakespeare. I don't know who he is. Who is he? Howard! What, is this a dagger I see before me? It's handled <laughs> on my hand! <laughs> he's, he's, he's oh, from... I know him from Problem Child. He was in Problem oh, Child. Problem Child? And he was great oh, in oh, it. Yeah. And he goes, are you saying that you want to leave? Because, oh, I see you stupid dick. He's always great. Gilbert Gottfried is one of the most enjoyable people to listen to ever. I'm promoting you to sixth grade. There you go. Congratulations. You'll be out of here in a year. He read the whole of it, apparently. Yes. <laughs> There's an audio book for right. people. Hey, you, you ought to commit to it. Commit to it proper, man. You <laughs> didn't just do an excerpt, man. He read the whole bloody What's thing. What's Gilbert Godfrey going on at the moment? You know, there's no problem chance coming out. I don't know what he's doing. It's <laughs> uh, brilliant. Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way. Um, I saw a picture recently of, well, I can never remember which way around it goes, but the the, lad, the little lad out of The Sixth Sense, Haley Joel, Haley Joel Oz, whatever his name was. Uh but have you seen him lately? Oh, my I guess God. Yes, he looks different now that he's grown up. 
No, it looks different now that he's about 30 stones. Right. Bull.com presents... Is it really? 50- yes. And stop dancing and is staring too. Open mouth and drooling slightly. Hear it the way it was meant to be heard. Keep still, he orders, and slowly he inserts his thumb inside me, rotating it around and around, stroking the front wall of my vagina. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gilbert John. That's oh, just man. brilliant. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> Did you say anything else you object to? I agree to the fisting, but i really like to claim your ass. Fame. <laughs> oh, my God. Say it would have been great if she'd written it in that style. Well, now, the thing that. is... If you read that book now, all you'd hear in your head was him doing that. That's what you should hear anyway. <laughs> I, I, I would it. totally listen to that audio book oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make it perfect. <laughs> all right, guys. Oh, well, have a good night. Okay, thanks everybody for listening as always. Yeah. And we'll, Goodbye, we'll catch you next week.